0: Hey there, podcast friends. I'm Benjamin Light,
1: and I'm Marcus Parks.
0: And welcome to Bros Watch PLL Two. It is the hiatus, it is the off season. We're doing a rewatch of some of our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Today, we're doing S1E14. Careful what you wish for. This is mine, Benjamin Light's favorite episode. I think. I think I could probably say that.
1: This episode, rewatching it, probably not having watched it again since we first spoke about it.
0: You know, hmm. years
1: ago is this episode is a goddamn delight.
0: Do you know we've been doing this podcast for two years? Mind-blowing. I know. Seems insane. Uh, Yeah, this episode is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. It's everything you love about Pretty Little Liars, except for there is no Toby. So in other words, it's everything you love about Pretty Little Liars.
1: (laughs) I mean, like uh, obviously the show has
0: has grown better and gotten more
1: complicated, but God, I miss this period of
0: PLL. (laughs) just the high school yeah
1: yeah uh well there, there's there's a i don't know i feel there's a slight different style in the writing i feel like like they really have done a good job of mining deeper psychological issues especially the darker ones now but like there's a nice symmetry that's allowed i mean there's a lot of stuff at play here like psychologically but just that when episodes would start you know in spencer's like mm-hmm. great room and end in spencer's great room kind of mirroring the beginning I, Missed that, it's fantastic.
0: Well, just think about how much time we spend at school in this episode. Yeah, really, they really. actually go to school not to class, but to school.
1: Well, and just things you know, never mind like post dollhouse stuff, like mm-hmm. you know, it just <laughs> Arya's whole plotline.
0: Oh man, all right, well, let's get into it. Uh, this is written by Tamar Laddie, I believe this is their only writing credit on PLO, I'm not percent uh, sure. Two?
1: Yes, this I think the second one. Uh Tamar Laddie then went on to write for episodes like The Lion Game, which is another Sarah Shepard joint, and Heart oh, okay. of Dixie. Mm. Yeah.
0: Rachel Wilson. Yeah. Uh, directed by Norman Buckley. It's good to have a Norbuck episode. Yeah. Um just a, a few suggestions. I if you're gonna rewatch this episode for this podcast, I would recommend uh throwing a few drinks in mm-hmm. beforehand. You won't regret it. Mm-hmm this is like it's like
1: catching up with old friends and you just you don't know why you lost touch of them
0: mm-hmm. and I you're mean, drunk and then you get to the previous leads and ashley marin is saying it's only a felony if they find out
1: also in the previous segment when uh mr mike is telling aria about her favorite english teacher having a thing for one of his students and it looks she,
0: like he's eight years old
1: yeah yeah he's eight years old her feather earrings <laughs> i mean are fucking nor like ginormous i mean she has like basically two tippy the birds on her on her either side of her head
0: mm-hmm God I love so, it so we're gonna pick off or pick up uh last episode they just got that video of Allie the the immortal I know you want to kiss me video mm-hmm. uh, so we're gonna open up on a computer screen the liars open an attachment on Spencer's computer here and you get the you know I know you want to kiss me video and Allie's saying if the girls I knew or if the girls knew I was seeing you oh my god they never shut up about it I wish they were more mature but we don't have a lot of time I have to get back before they wake up. I know you want to kiss me.
1: Um, It really looks like Spencer's playing a Windows media file on her MacBook there. Um, But there are some great shots here of just the liars, like, watching Allison in this video. Like, not just watching her, but, like, seeing her for the first time well, in one of her
0: forms. It kind of, it's intermingling, like, their horror of her murder with, like, her very casual betrayal of their friendship. You know, but, it's like, oh, here's this... We have so much, you know, drama built up about, like, the loss of this this friend of ours. And here she is on video just, like, dissing us.
1: Yeah. But, like, you know, one of the themes that the show really as well is, like, perception and how other people see you. is a teenage show. So it has to do that. But, like, since it really is, like, a teenage noir show, there's, like, a an amazing voyeur aspect of it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. which I love here. But, yeah, Spencer's watching and she's, like, she doesn't even look scared. And Hannah's, like, did Allison ever look scared? Uh, so on the video that we watch, the perspective changes, and there's Ian,
0: and he's yeah, like, camera whips around, and there's Ian.
1: Says, "Come closer." Um, then suddenly perspective changes. The camera's on on the ground. There's some groans. Well, he he knocks it on the ground. Yeah, we see a shot of Allison's hand gripping the dirt. We see the liars' horrified reactions as they watch. And Ari's like, "He pushed her, didn't he?" And Hannah's like, "All that mumbling and groaning. Maybe she was just gripping the ground because she was." Spencer chimes in with, "Looking for a weapon to to defend herself."
0: Well, it's like she can't fathom a world where Allie wanted this, even though Spencer kind of did herself, you know, at some point. Well, uh, there's maybe some projection happening there.
1: Yeah, true. But, like, if you rewatch this episode, just, like, imagine this Spencer. Back when she was like this, like, like Spencer begins here. Like, she's much more almost naive than the Spencer we know. The battle-hardened, <laughs> like, sword-fighting Well, this leader. episode
0: is kind of... Like dancing all, all over that kind of gross line between like, you know, teen girls like, you know, burgeoning sexuality and like the, you know, a, implied abuse from like older men. It's, it's kind of like daring you to like choose between like agency on one side and like the morality on the other side.
1: Yeah, exactly, because uh, you have Allison and Ian, you have Spencer and Ian's past, you have obviously the Ezria nonsense.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is quite, I I don't know, I I would love to get like an, an honest answer from like, I'm Martin King on this. Maybe, maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not. But to me, it always seems like the Ezria stuff was like intentionally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted you to feel really ambivalent about it because on the one side, you're like, hey, Arya can do what she wants. But on the other side, it's like, but this older guy shouldn't. Right, you know, and it's like, how do you, how do you tell Arya no to that without, you know, saying like you don't have agency. Good point. Um, so that that's where this episode lives. It's it's living in that uncomfortable space. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole show does really. So. And yeah, Hannah's saying, you know, after Spencer says she's looking for a weapon, Hannah says, "Why are you snapping at me? I'm just trying to give your creepy brother an out. <laughs> Spencer <laughs> says, "In-law, okay? Ian is my creepy brother-in-law." Uh, aria says okay whatever he is he just married your sister and he might be a killer mm-hmm. is it just me or does uh aria's voice sound a little bit different and
1: so does uh so is ashley benson
0: yeah they they're, i mean younger i guess yeah yeah uh and emily says uh this definitely proves he was with her the night she died and hannah says can we just watch this video one more time and figure out what they're saying uh, and she tries to cue it up again, and Emily's just like, no, please, I can't watch this again. And Ari's like, yeah, Em's right. Let's just give it a rest.
1: And Hannah's just like, these bitches, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ari, Ari has waves to her pull hands. her,
0: her toto away.
1: Well, she waves her hand so dismissively at the laptop, like subject closed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, sits next to Emily on the couch, and Emily's just like, is anybody else freezing? And Spencer's like, I'm like some hot chocolate.
0: Oh, so we- she... Huh. just interject we should mention that the video has like been paused right on close up of ian's face there on screen yeah so that's just up, up. that's chilling his face is just there yeah
1: very visible throughout this room so spencer goes to the high shelf to get that hot chocolate and hannah's like hot chocolate what is this camp tamarack We can't just sit around seeing kumbaya we have to hand over that video hannah by the way has on glitter sleeves
0: oh well oh yeah let's let's do some outfit talk uh but really like Spencer should just be like, fine, I'll put some clue in yours, Hannah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the outfits here. Uh, Emily's probably freezing because she's wearing a tank top. Yeah. And it's like November. Uh, yeah. Hannah has like this weird kind of like puffy, like gold spangly sleeve thing. Yeah. With like That's a black vest on.
1: And That necklace looks like it's something that like Aquaman's true love would call him from the ocean with.
0: That necklace is something else. I don't even know what that thing is. It's like gigantic, like, I don't even know.
1: Yeah. Well said.
0: Yeah, it's like a <laughs> talisman.
1: <laughs> also, Hannah,
0: Hannah's hair is much more, like, dirty blonde. Like, it's, like, have you seen, like, the photos from the, like, 6B, like, what the cast is up to now? Her hair is, like, much more blonde now than it was then.
1: Well, doesn't her hair, like, change from, like, half season to half season? Like Definitely, yeah. Uh, Spencer's wearing, like, what do they call those? Uh, like, the shirt dresses looks like. The belt around her waist
0: sure yeah i mean spence looks like spence you know yeah uh, aria looks man she's they look so young i mean this is like five years ago almost i think Um, uh, and aria has uh like her maybe it's because we've seen her with like short hair a lot recently but like her with her like bigger hair like in her like younger self she just looks like so tiny and young
1: Oh, this is a great segue. Uh will leave it unspoken after this, but this is the Lucy Hale that I massively fell in love with in the
0: first <laughs> ones. Interesting.
1: Oh uh, yeah, she looks she looks fantastic, though. They all look fantastic. But it's just it's so weird because it's you're so used to them now, like season mm-hmm. six going forward. And it's like uh what's the metaphor from, from Dr. Reed? It's like seeing a photograph of them before you knew them almost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's like they're not finished yet. They're still baking.
0: Yeah, so uh what's Hannah? Hannah's complaining. So Spencer is going to make the hot chocolate. And Hannah says, we have to hand over the video. And then Ian off screen says, what video? Oh, shit. And Spencer slams the cupboard and spins around because Ian's walking right in the side door. And the, the blocking here is perfect because yep. he kind of as he's walking in, he's looking over at the girls on the couch. And then he like turns to look at Spencer and like the the laptop is right there. If you would just turn his head about like 40 degrees to the left. But he somehow avoids doing it, and you really wonder like did you did he see? Is he just you know does he not want them to know that he sees, or did he really miss it? Uh, it, it's perfectly blocked out, so that you could kind of argue either way on it.
1: Well, I think we'll talk about the blocking a lot throughout this episode in the various like locales. But yeah, there's a the great like uh, basically what had I put it in my notes? Did he or didn't he blocking? Mm hmm. Um, well, and
0: he he like stops right in front of it and kind of turns around, and so like right behind him is there's his face on the computer and then he, we, when he turns around again he like spins away so that he like totally avoids looking at it as he watch walks around the kitchen island
1: well it gets really to the heart of PLL always because here is this guy who they've just watched this video so you know what they think of him but the video is now the bigger threat in the room mm-hmm. you know it's like it's their own shame is hanging there like their fear of being found out but yeah Spencer thinking fast is like uh Hannah rented Tootsie, but she left it at home. And Ian's like, are you chicks really going to hang out and watch Tootsie?
0: <laughs> Seriously. He says, oh, well, you're welcome to hang with us in the barn. Your sister picked some chick flick on demand. Why would he invite them to that? Because he's a pig. It's so weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure Melissa would love to have these four teenage girls come hang out in the barn. I know. Which we have seen now and looks pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, then he, he does his, like, perfect like spin around the kitchen island like somehow avoiding seeing the video it's just magical uh and Hannah's like pointing at the computer you know like trying to get Spencer's attention and Ian's just like where do we keep the popcorn Spencer says that drawer and she points at it and she's like totally backed up against the fridge like she's terrified of him Mm -hmm. and he's like he's not he's completely oblivious or he's pretending to be oblivious like he's he's just acting like like, oh, I'm just looking for popcorn, you know. He's uh, ignoring the fact that you seem terrified of me.
1: I believe the NLP term would be he's peacocking a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but also I don't know if this is the startup because I don't remember this part of season one as much. But like, he's always doing something
0: domestic. Like he's just moved into her fucking life. Oh, he's he's invaded her domestic yeah. spaces where Spencer used to feel safe. Yeah, and it's—I feel like it's—it's it's so pernicious because it's so innocuous. It's like kind of—it's like auto gaslighting. It's like Spencer's terrified, and he can just be like, "What, you know? Yeah. I'm just getting popcorn. Why? Why don't you chill out, Spencer?"
1: Which happens a few times in this episode, mm-hmm. otherwise. But yeah, it's like he's being magnanimously creepy too. Like he's inviting her into her own kitchen.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like if you would just—if you would just like you know calm the fuck down, Spencer. We could have popcorn, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Hannah, meanwhile, it, she points out the drawer. Hannah's miming for Spencer to handle that shit with the laptop, and he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Hannah keeps pushing Spencer along. She's trying to move along the island like naturally. Are like they're all like, they're all like
0: watching gasping. in horror? Yeah.
1: Emily looks like she's about to melt further into her puddle of sadness. So yeah, at the end of six B or six A, and we're like, which one of the liars is what from Winnie the Pooh? Emily is Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one
0: we know for sure, yeah.
1: Um, Ian's like, Oh, Emily, by the way, I've been meaning to ask you, you ready to trade your goggles in for a field hockey stick? Yeah, we could use some speed on offense, right, Spence? But it's like, mm-hmm. And she well, says it like she's about to swallow vomit casually.
0: Yeah, she just sneers at him. It's awesome. Uh he is stopped right behind the laptop. And so he's this excellent framing where he's talking to them on the left, and on the right is a picture of him on the laptop.
1: Well, also, I think it's also it, there's got to be a subtle, like, gross joke there about like, him offering her a stick.
0: Um, but here's the thing about
1: season one, Emily. No poker face
0: <laughs> at all. I, I actually really like Shane Mitchell in this episode. We'll get oh, to that later. Great. She's great. She's like, uh,
1: thanks. I'm still in the swimming. And he's like, well, you wouldn't be if you saw what they skimmed out of that pool every week.
0: Yeah. And Spencer kind of like forces another smile and it's like it's getting awkward and he finally like decides to pick up on it and he's like what's up did I walk into the middle of a chick flick and none of them say a word as Spencer kind of like subtly closes the laptop well,
1: there. There's a great selection of uncomfortable teenage girl reactions as mm. they, they do not engage with this creep. I mean I could have easily done a two more minutes of just their reactions to him.
0: <laughs> this scene is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and so none of them say anything and he's like okay I get it. No guys allowed. And he walks off and he's grinning like almost lecherously at them as he heads out the side door. Like he just can't get enough of himself.
1: Yeah, he loves how horrible he is. Uh, mm-hmm. Now Arya has to voice her frustrations.
0: <sighs> God, that
1: was close. Spencer, how can you even sleep here? knowing he's living in your backyard. And Spencer's like, thanks for the reminder, you bitch.
0: And <laughs> he says, we have to give that tape to the police tonight. Spencer says, and when they ask us where we got it. And then, like, out of nowhere, Ian's just like, forgot the salt.
1: As <laughs> like, he comes Whoa. strolling back in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the salt for your wounds.
0: He ladies. just glides right back into the room. Act normal, bitches. Uh, Spencer kind of covers up the laptop with a notepad. And he's just grinning again as he walks out. This is what makes me think he must have seen it. Either that or he he knows that he can fuck with him. Like, I don't think he forgot the salt. I think he he's doing this on purpose, at least. Like he he wants, he knows they're like on edge about something and he's going to come back in just to fuck with them.
1: I feel like Melissa and Ian are the kind of couple that he goes back into the barn. He tells her almost exactly what mm-hmm. just happened. And Melissa's thinking to herself, the next time those four bitches get yogurt, mm-hmm. I'm going to straight up steal it. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, there's, that doesn't even need to be like a, like a punched up line at the end of this teaser. Like it just ends here at this. <laughs>
0: mm hmm.
1: This feeling that you're left, like, floating in. <laughs>
0: I love that scene. It's just, like, electric. Yeah. And then we get the credits. Same old credit sequence, which apparently is going to change soon. Uh, and then it's the next day. Well, we
1: should talk about it. Everyone's going to become the Shusher after the time jump.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. There's only one Shusher.
1: That's wild. I wonder, like, will, like, Toby's face be in the credits? Will Ezra's?
0: I mean... So this is gonna be like a totally nerdy like side check here, but uh, in the Lord of the Rings, it, there's at one point in the books where one of the hobbits calls Frodo the Lord of the Rings, and then Gandalf gets all pissed and he says, "There's only one Lord of the Rings, and he lives in Mordor or something like that." I feel like that—that's how I feel about the Shusher. Like there is only one Shusher, and her name is Arya,
1: and she lives in Mordor. Mm-hmm. Uh, emotionally, so after grad school cafeteria, it's the next day, it's Friday. Emily and Arya are hanging a banner. Hannah's fooling around with her laptop at the table nearby, and Arya says to Hannah. Okay, does this look even? Hannah, no answer. Uh, Arya's like, Earth to Hannah. And Hannah's like, sorry, what? Oh, yeah, uh, it's fine. So Arya gets down, please, the first sign hanging. This is a banner for the danceathon. which, God, I'm going to miss high school years. Arya's fashion real quick. <laughs> She's got this kind of 60s hairdo thing going on, with like a, like a hairband. I mean, she looks like she just came out of Austin Powers. She's got like a large white t-shirt that's a giant black heart. On the front of it, um, held there by wearing
0: dream catchers for earrings,
1: yeah. It's held by there by black suspenders that go down to her like black, like like hot pants, fun shorts, and her nylons. She looks like she just like stepped out of a magazine shoot for a swinging 60s London of my dreams. Also, Aria has a giant black heart, should be the name of like a hundred Tumblr accounts, and a band, and an album,
0: yeah, and a ride. Yeah, Arya's outfits in this episode are already on point, even in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the the theme of this dance is Let Freedom Ring, which we'll get to <laughs> later, just because it's it's so bizarre. I mean, it's, it's for the DC trip. Which, so,
1: do they ever get?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it was uh, only Spencer go.
0: So Arya says, okay, remind me, how come you're the chair of the decorating committee and we're the ones decorating? And Hannah's like, I can't climb up there. I'm saving my one good leg for tomorrow night. And like, then, LOL. well, remember how Hannah had a broken leg that healed in two days?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ari's going to be a little bit shitty every now and then in this episode. And then Sean walks over with a cardboard cutout of Barack Obama. And for a minute, I was like, who the fuck is this blonde guy?
0: Yeah. And he says, Hannah, the printer guy needs to be paid. Did you order six Brock's and no Michelle's? And Hannah's like, are you kidding? Okay, tell him no Michelle's, no money. And Sean says, uh, maybe you should tell him. He says, this is what you ordered.
1: You want someone's ass kicked right? Hannah, you have to do it yourself.
0: I always remember when I watched this, I was like, is this is this a clue thing? The Brock and Michelle thing? Like, is, did Mona set this up? You know, like why, why did no Michelle's get delivered? I don't know. It's such a weird non sequitur uh, mm. to put in the middle of this. Oh, um, you you know why?
1: Baking hmm. a cake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Hannah tells Ari, she'll be right back and she gets up. Uh, and then she looks up at the sign and she's like, oh, and it's a little low on the left. And Harry's like, can we just break her other leg? Oh, so, that's back so when argued. Hannah was kind of a bitch.
1: But that's so Arya, though. Can we just break her other leg? Mm-hmm. So Arya then like has Spencer walk in and find them. She looks nervous. She's also wearing an outfit that straight up comes with a Swedish accent. This uh,
0: outfit, uh, Jacob Clifton's recap, he has the perfect description. He, he writes, uh, even Catherine Hep- Hepburn would be like, that's kind of severe.
1: <laughs> her hair is done up like, a, I don't know, like a, like a crown of privilege. Like Princess Leia in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. A crown of privilege on her Hastings head. Um, And Spencer's just like, hey, are are we still doing this at lunch? And Emily's like, if by this you mean taking your laptop to the police, then yes, we are. Spencer's like, but no one called over there, right? Like They don't know we're coming. And I'm like, well, what's with the cold feet? And Spencer's like, it's just I was up all night thinking. What if this is a setup? A could have planned this video on my laptop knowing that we would turn it in. Emily's like, guys, let's try not to second guess A. We've been there. And we ended up scared of Noel Khan, who turned out to be a jealous freak looking for a better grade.
0: And then Arya just makes awkward faces. Kind
1: of. Like, she doesn't seem uncomfortable to me Mm -hmm. about that. Like,
0: Noel (laughs) Khan? And uh, Spencer says, yeah, let's not forget A also tried to kill Hannah for knowing too much. We could be walking into a trap. And Arya says, you are already living in it. Uh, which is this is why we think you're a Arya, like shit like that.
1: Yeah. Well, also, Arya treats all of the drama around them like she's a spectator mm-hmm. and not a participant.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like Emily's driven like, to oh,
0: drinking. Must suck to live with a psychopath.
1: <laughs> Spencer got no sleep at all, and Hannah's life will fall apart over the course of three hours. But so, but Arya's like, that sucks for you guys. I'm mm. gonna go write poetry. Intense um, journal. Yeah intense journal. Yeah, as like, no, Ian. Ian might have done, oh, no, Ian might have done other stuff, but he's not A. There's no way he'd want us knowing this video even exists. She makes a sound point there. Also, it's weird to see her pause there because she's also referring to her own relationship with Ian.
0: Mm-hmm. And Emily says, but it does, and the police need to know what happened to Allison that night. Toby gave Allison a sweater before she saw Ian, and Toby shouldn't go to jail for a crime he didn't commit.
1: I'd be okay with that.
0: And Arya says, she's right. Hey, I'll drive you to the station during lunch. And Spencer kind of, she sighs, she's reluctant, but she can't say no to Teen Sparta here.
1: Well, she has she this look on her face as she realizes the Shusher is going to give her no help, mm-hmm. as usual. Yeah,
0: so then we're oh, over just, to, sorry. But I
1: mean, wasn't that, like, I don't know, like, it, it? I guess I'd forgotten the place of this episode, too. I was just like, no, Toby, that's mm-hmm. delightful. He hasn't, like, ruined Spencer's life yet.
0: Spencer, I am just lurking in the background with my weird helmet hair. Ready to play some Scrabble. Yeah,
1: so elsewhere, an exasperated Hannah comes over to Sean. There's a picture of George Washington in the background to go along with the team of this dance. And he's like, hey, how'd it go? And she's like, not well. You know, I I should call the shop and get him fired. She ponders this for a moment, almost decides that's not such a bad idea. And she's like, how much do you think he makes an hour?
0: (laughs) And Sean says... What you should do is have him sponsor you for the dance. Ask the manager to pony up a couple hundred bucks. How much have you raised? And Hannah's like, some, not a lot. And they kind of walk and talk. And Sean is still carrying that cutout of Barack Obama with him. Yeah. It's just going to be there in his hand. Uh, it's such a it's weird a, little It's a detail. crazy prop. It's a crazy yeah. prop. And he says, your mom's going to throw it down that, right? And Hannah's like, of course. Getting a little uncomfortable. And Sean says, have her pass the hat at work. That's what my mom did. And Hannah's like, hey do you think your mom would hire me again to work at the dental office? And Sean's like, Oh, I wouldn't, wouldn't go there. And he's like, why not? He says, Hannah, you threatened the kid with a drill bit. LOL. And she says, Hey, he aimed at me for spit for rinse and spit. And Sean says, look, if you don't have enough pledges, you can split some of my sponsorship money. And she's like, no, no, it's not that. It's just, I'm saving up for some earrings. They're crazy expensive. So can you just ask her, please? And he's like, sure. If I were you, I'd keep, keep, keep looking. Uh, just in case you,
1: you had also forgotten, dear listener, uh, this is right after Ashley Marin invested her stolen money into the uh, spaghetti box bank. Mm-hmm. Which, which thing got then, stolen. Which was the yeah. Um, they walk off, and the the blocking here is almost like a play, like great use of the same space. The characters kind of move out of the way. We pan over to, to an area where Arya is actually wiping down tables.
0: I know, it's shocking.
1: Uh, and then Ella walks around the corner with Alona tall. It's Meg Manning from Veronica Mars, who, what is she doing now?
0: uh you know i looked on her imdb i think she had some credits i can't remember what they're nothing nothing major well Ella um, says surprise <laughs> yeah, aria's surprised all right she's like simone she gives a uh, meg man a hug there and she's like what are you doing here and simone says i wanted to surprise you ella lets us know that she's in town visiting her parents so she hijacked her and Arya's like wait mom i don't need a babysitter anymore and her and simone laugh and Ella's like no but my first period english class does uh so what does that mean exactly <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> Ella's like, hey, go go talk to my English class. I can go out for lunch. Uh, <laughs> Simone says, your mom invited me to speak to her classes. You know, try to convince them that there's life after Rosewood. There I guess
1: isn't. we'll find out in January and five years later. Um, yeah,
0: spoiler alert: there isn't. They all come back.
1: Yeah, uh, Ella's like, and it's actually a very impressive life. Guess who's now a published author? And Arya's just like, oh shit, what?
0: That's fantastic.
1: And Simone's like, okay, okay, slow down. Two short stories in an online journal, and your mom thinks I'm JK.
0: She says rolling. Yeah, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Is it rolling? Okay. Rolling, yeah. Uh, um, timely reference, Meg Manning. Yeah. Uh, in case anyone didn't know, we have another podcast right now called Headcanon where we're going over the Harry Potter books. we we'll talk about that more at the end.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so Arya's like, Mom, why did you tell me Simone was coming? And Ella's like, just drink this in well because some of us can keep a secret if oh man the dead. look on Arya's face mm-hmm. <laughs> this, if only you knew look
0: yeah you <laughs> can keep a secret uh smone says it's so weird being back in this building i came in and went to my right in autopilot walked straight into my old rock walker and Arya says oh don't tell me you miss it because she's already like already so sophisticated that uh, she can't contemplate missing high school yeah as a and- junior Yeah, Simone says, I do. It's twice the size of my apartment in New York. And they laugh.
1: New York's expensive. Uh, And I was like, well, I mean, do you have to leave after my mom's class? You should come to mine too. Hannah, Spencer, Emily, we're all in the same English class. Elle looks over and sees Ezra walking and talking to someone. I always wonder, what did the other students think of Ezra? Because the guy he's talking to is just like so happy to be talking to Ezra. Um, And Elle plotting is like, oh, why didn't I think of that? That's a great idea. I'll be right back. I'm talking to myself.
0: And Arya, hey, are you trying to seduce yourself? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, always. Arya and Simone sit and talk as Ella goes over and talks to Ezra.
0: And Simone says, "Your mom
1: tells me you kept quite an intense journal while you were away. Intense journal. That should also be a Tumblr account."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and is like, "Yeah, well, I had to do something. It was Iceland. The sun went down in October and it came back up in March."
0: Simone says, don't diss it. There might be a really good story in there somewhere. Don't encourage this monster, Meg Manning. Yeah. And Ari is like, no, no, I doubt it. And Simone says, and when you win that Pulitzer, you better thank me. I made you turn off the OC and read Wuthering Heights.
1: It's it's so much more satisfying when you realize that Norbuck did so much of the OC. <laughs> I know. It's in retrospect. <laughs> and
0: Ari says, it wasn't Wuthering Heights. It was the Exorcist. Fitting. Oh, you know. Ella walks back over. She's smiling now. And Simone says, okay, volume, mother on campus. Uh, there's a weird vibe with Simone where like she really wants to be like one of the kids again in this episode. I, I feel like you could spit out
1: a lot of weird, you know, not necessarily supported in the text headcanon about mm. uh, Simone and the Montgomery family.
0: Yeah. and Ella comes back. She says, okay, so we're all set. Uh, Mr. Fitz is in and Simone, you're booked to lunch. If you have time for a cup of coffee while you're in town, I think you'd really like to pick your brain. And Simone's kind of curious about this, and then Arya's brain like implodes as she realizes what's happening. And Ella says, "Say yes." He's very single and very handsome. And
1: Arya Arya channels Mrs. White with the uh, flames. Yeah, on the side of my head, just flames. Yeah. Ella,
0: Ella Ella looks at Arya and she's like, "Am I wrong?"
1: The facial Olympics of fakeness and anger and desperation from Lucy Hale. God, she's so good in this episode.
0: <laughs> this is her episode. Yeah, this is like. All of the, the Lucy Hale facial expressions as she's she's constantly like dying inside as she has to like force herself to nod and smile.
1: But then then has to reignite with new fakeness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out in front of the school, Emily's on her cell phone and she's like, yeah, I heard what you said. But can I at least can I at least say hello to her? Hello. Hello. Uh, so Justin Hannah walks up to her. and She's like, was that your mom? And uh, Emily looks down her phone and there's just a picture of her and Maya, which I'm confused about on a technological level.
0: Mm -hmm. And Emily's like, no,
1: Maya's prison guard at True North.
0: I have to interject. It's kind of funny. Uh, I used to live in North Park, San Diego. There's a bar there called True North. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's what I always think of whenever True North comes up on the show. It's like Maya's just at a bar in uh, the hipster part of San Diego. Talking to bears? Mm -hmm.
1: Whoa. I just got that. She's talking to bears. Okay. Um that kind of neighborhood. So Hannah's like, how's she holding up? And Emily's like, wouldn't know. They won't let me talk to her. And Hannah's like, why not? How do you, how, what do they have her doing there in the woods? Building a locked cabin. And Emily's just like, building character. And Hannah, eye roll.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hannah rolls her eyes at the very concept of building character. <laughs> even though she does a lot of it on this show. And Emily says, and now they've taken her phone away and reprogrammed it so only her parents can call. No text, no emails, no nothing. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Hannah is looking past Emily at a shady looking dude with some long hair it looks like it looks like he might be doing a drug deal it's gambit from the x-men it's caleb it's our first appearance of caleb rivers
1: this is uh this is an iconic shot now i feel like of caleb
0: it's, it's a, a legendary episode yeah just chilling there being
1: all cyber wolfy we mm-hmm. see a dude come up to caleb we actually hear him say hey man
0: and hannah says give me your phone and he's like what and Hannah says do it to me You'll get it back. And then you can call your honey 24-7.
1: So, you know, a lot of people will ask us to compare the PLLs to the Golden Girls, which whatever. But season one, Hannah is totally like Blanche Devereaux, like Rue McClanahan. Um, so Emily looks over, but she doesn't like what she sees. And she's like, what are you looking at? And Hannah's like, not what? Who? And Emily's like, that new kid? I don't want to go there. I heard he's sketchy. And Hannah has (laughs) like a hardcore sketchy, eh? Sploosh. Look on her face. Um. And Hannah's like, Sean gave him 20 bucks. He totally to upgraded his phone.
0: More memory, new apps, he'll hook you up. What what kind of crappy, like, non-iPhone smartphone must Sean have?
1: I don't know, but he's got more memory and new apps.
0: Yeah, more memory. I think she means, like, an, an SD card. Emily says, I don't even know his name. And Hannah says, "M. he doesn't want a thank you card. He wants cash. <laughs> so she takes Emily's phone and walks off. And on the stairs, she runs into Lucas, He's still kind of smarting from his like rejections and humiliations by Sean and Hannah's like, Oh, Hey Lucas. And she, she smiles. She's very nice and cheerful. And he just like grimaces and walks past her without a word, like a yeah. douche. Yeah. Well, this was back when like Lucas's strategy was like, I'm going to avoid the friend zone by not being friendly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be real shitty,
0: mm-hmm.
1: real unsef Cohen, like Lucas. Yeah.
0: Uh, um then we're in the quad later emily and Arya are walking and talking with spencer behind him Arya says wouldn't have even recognized her and spencer says when's the last time you saw simone and Arya says huh oh i don't know it's been a while <laughs> uh, Arya, by the way has changed into kind of like this like short leather jacket with these long sleeves and it's like lined in cheap skin it's a totally bizarre look
1: uh her distractness, as usual is hilarious uh
0: they get to their table her hand
1: is like waiting she's looking at a laptop and so like, well, she must be doing pretty well if she's willing to sponsor all four of us. Spencer looks down and sees that Hannah's, like, scrolling through Help Wanted. Us. I mean, this makes a lot of sense, the danceathon. I mean, like, the metaphor is there. It applies well to the Hannah and Lucas storyline. But, like, I think the equivalent in real life for us was, like, those stupid, like, going around the track.
0: Bullshit. Oh, the 24-hour relay?
1: Yeah, where people would sponsor you for laps or miles mm-hmm. or whatever. And, like, no one wants to watch that on a TV show. No one. Um, so Spencer looks down and she said, Hannah's like scrolling through Help Wanted ads. And she's like, come on, Hannah. You can look at Help Wanted on the way over. I hear Rosewood PD is hiring. Foreshadowing. She gives, well, she gives Arya the look here.
0: And I can't tell this is supposed to be a meaningful look of Arya or if Spencer just wants credit for her. No, Nick This is what I think is happening. I think she's actually looking at Emily. And okay. this is a reference to Wilden being suspended. Mm-mm. I think that's what is communicated there. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because at first I was like, is Spencer like about to like, like put her hand up to get a high five?
0: Yeah. And Hannah says, well, I do have experience with them, just the wrong kind. That's okay, Hannah. Uh, you can still get hired by the Rosewood PD. And Emily says, okay, come on, we have to go. We only have 45 minutes, which doesn't seem like enough time to me.
1: Well, the fact that <laughs> they're really worried about getting back in time from, you know, handing over evidence to the police. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be in class. It's such a, it's such a, like a, a teenager juvenile way of looking at this. Very real-world thing. So as they start to leave, Hannah my the one window. She, she sees something. She's like, wait, hold on. What's this? And Spencer leans down looking at her laptop, and she's like, what am I looking at? And Hannah's like, well, how come it shows your music library online when your laptop's on your shoulder? Meaning Spencer's bag. Look, isn't that your playlist? And we know that it is because it's called Spencer's Playlist. This is
0: in music player app. Yeah. <laughs> Generic, uh, like, Win Winamp or whatever that's supposed to be on her screen.
1: And Spencer's like, what? And she pulls out her bag, unzips it, you know, and inside... The laptop is a Rosewood yearbook, which presumably is from the previous year, but doesn't even pretend to be about the best years of our lives.
0: And hey. Aria's. Huh. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, Arya's like, why are you carrying a
0: yearbook? <laughs> yeah, and because uh, you're Aria, that's why. Spencer says, I'm not. And Emily's like, where's your laptop? And Spencer says, it's in my bag, except it's not. She checks again, it's for sure not there. Spence says, this is insane. This bag's been plastered to my side all morning. Emily's like, what about PE? And Spencer says, it was in my gym locker, but no one else has the combo. And Emily says, the coaches do. And oh, shit. The implication registers. And Emily says, Ian must have heard us last night. All right. Aria says, well, if he did, then he knows what's on there. And Spencer says, if he has my laptop. And Hannah says, then he knows we, we've seen what's on there, too. Oh, shit. Worried, Spencer. Uh, so later on, it's Main Street Rosewood. Emily's walking. She's like carrying her dry cleaner. I guess this is her dress. Yeah, her dress for that night. Uh, so and she sees a uh, bro Caleb there. He's in a beanie. He's wheeling his bike out of like a bike shop or something. Or something. And this she's from like, the pizza place. Yeah. She waves and smiles at him. He ignores her. Yeah. Uh, Emily's like, "Caleb, wait up!" And she jogs over, and he very reluctantly stops. He's in like full like cool guy, squinty eye mode right now.
1: Yeah, like it's way too bright for him, or he's hungover or something else. You can background, you can just barely make out the police station. Um, yeah, so James Dean here is just like, "I saw you. You need something?"
0: Oh yeah. After she asks, uh, you know, you see me wave to you, and Emily says, "My phone. Is it done? Did you crack the code or not?"
1: the code he's uncomfortable it, talking about business on
0: this well he looks around nervously it's like as though the fucking phone police are like might be listening in on this like what? does he think she's wearing a wire or something like,
1: like somebody's gonna be like excuse me i couldn't help over here i'm a verizon salesman you mm-hmm. can't be doing this young man like <laughs> caleb's just like hey let's do this on monday
0: you said it'd be ready today
1: i said i would make it happen. i don't give dates all right
0: you want speedy delivery
1: call best buy
0: What if I give you 40 more bucks? Would that make it happen any faster? Let me put it this way. Yes. (laughs) Caleb is like instantly excellent. Yeah. I (laughs) mean, this, this is how you introduce a future love interest. Like you got to give him some real character and quirks, like besides showering.
1: Well, like later on, I want to like tackle part of why I think Caleb works. Although he, he, yeah, he does take some showers in season one. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, So Emily, like, she reaches into her bag, and Caleb has to stop her for not being cool. He's like, yo, not here. Walk with me. So what's the rush?
0: And Emily says, I want to speak to my friend tonight. Where is she? Rehab? Bullseye. (laughs) He's like, it's not rehab. It's more like, who told you it was rehab?
1: Nice cushy town like this. I'm guessing rehab is the new boarding school.
0: Well, it's not. She's not a pothead. She shouldn't even be there. Also, they don't normally send potheads to rehab. Like, I think they just throw their pot away and ground them. Yeah, yeah. Caleb is get, very much enjoying this. but uh, oh,
1: she's so, Shane Metro's so good at being like the nervous, sheltered girl
0: here. Mm-hmm. Emily's like, where did you move here from?
1: Why do you care?
0: Why can't you tell me?
1: I didn't say I couldn't. It just might cost you an extra 40 bucks.
0: Emily just rolls her eyes. It's a very pathetic attempt for more money, and he sighs.
1: All right, fine. I'll give you a discount. You can hear my whole life story for
0: a chili cheese dog. You don't have time to eat. You have a deadline. Emily walks off with like a sassy grin.
1: I chew fast.
0: He's, <laughs> he's like legit bummed. I think we we learned a lot about Caleb here. He's, he's desperate for money. He's hungry. And maybe he actually just wants an excuse to talk to someone.
1: Yeah, I think he's just lonely. He's also, Mm -hmm. he's really here to lay some, lay out some harsh truths about class issues and American tribalism in Rosewood, PA. Mm -hmm. Also, I could not help but think of that episode in The Brew later on when Caleb turns to Emily and says, yo, feed me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, then we're at like a boutique. Hannah's like trailing some older lady and she's trying to talk her way into a job uh hannah has dressed for this like somewhat of a job interview here she's wearing like a black miniskirt a red blazer with like a leopard print belt over it mm-hmm. that's a job interview look mm-hmm. and she says susan i know your interview back in front uh yeah, inventory yeah if, if, inventory yeah sorry what did i say it
1: Doesn't matter yeah. uh it's you like, give me one shot as,
0: as you can tell we haven't podcasted in a month
1: <laughs> rusty yeah
0: and she wants a shot, Susan says, Look, I think you're terrific, Hannah. If it were up to me, I'd love to hire you. But my boss would kill me. Which is like, wait, you're not the boss? Like how many layers of management does a boutique need?
1: Well why is Hannah wasting her time with this chick?
0: Yeah. And Hannah's like, why? And Susan looks around, kinda of lowers her voice, and she says, Your mother owes us some money. Like, do local boutiques give Ashley Marin her loan line of credit or something? Is this 1885 where, like, you just go around town and, like, put it on my tab?
1: I'm going to go ahead and say yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Hannah says, um, well, maybe I could work it off. And Susan says, honey, there aren't enough days in the week. I'm sorry. So Hanna Hannah, face. Hannah has to make some old school Hannah face here. And then she's, she's walking outside. She gets into Sean's car and he's like, how'd it go? Did you get it? Well, and who is
1: he texting? First of all, Ben and Ocon. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, who is he texting?
0: probably is he
1: just out. texting like bible verses randomly
0: god sean's worse so hannah says you know they said they'd call and he says well someone's gonna hire you eventually and kind of flips down the shade visor she's frustrated and sean's just like relax it's a pair of earrings just ask your mom for a bigger allowance
1: we just don't get it sean
0: yeah and then her phone's chirping She kind of snaps at and she's like can we just go please and she looks at her phone it's an a text says want to keep mommy out of prison i've got a job for you hey Pomfrey, yeah. That's some classic A right there. This is before like the murder dungeons. Just the, some regular old blackmail. This is uh, old school A one point Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. This is yeah. This is, everything was... in this
0: episode is Mona. Yeah, CC would not be involved here.
1: Sadly, Mona's not in this mm-hmm. episode. But yeah, like so. CC for people who were wondering, CC would be in Radley now.
0: Yeah, she's still in Radley at this point. Because she won't get out of Radley until season three. No. till Mona shows up. So
1: between season two and three. Mm -hmm. So there's like a couple months there. At which point she'll go and presumably start playing the stock market and start the Karasimi group.
0: (laughs) Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, Um,
1: so the hallway outside of his apartment, it's Saturday. Arya shows up and knocks on the door. Oh,
0: Arya. Oh, yeah. Arya has brought some coffee and Danish. Her, her totally mature boyfriend. Totally mature. Uh, inside Ezra is like reading something. And he's kind of surprised at the knock on the door. He gets up and answers. And Arya is like she's smiling very naively. And that smile like quickly fades. It's like oh no. She's like is this a bad time? And Ezra's like no no. I just uh. And he kind of like ushers her in very nervously. Like looking behind her. To, like it's like did anyone see you come?
1: Yeah the the looks on. on She is super giddy. And then when mm-hmm. she doesn't get a return. She. Getting this washes away into something more comically horrible. Yeah. Oh, I love her so much in this episode.
0: Arya says, I know, I know, it was impulsive. I should have called. I know that's our deal, but I just figured it's Saturday morning, you you got a stack of papers to grade, and we're not really gonna get a chance to talk at the dance tonight. She just wants to be there and be the
1: the adult mature girlfriend.
0: Mm-hmm. And Ezra says, I wasn't working. Uh, I was actually reading one of Simone's short stories. I mean, it's mean,
1: cool to say, Aria's face is a fucking special effect in this scene.
0: Yeah. And Ezra picks up this, like, little, like, portfolio here and shows it to her. And Arya's like, Oh, um, how is it? And she does this, like, little hair tuck. She's trying to be cool. And Ezra's like, It's really good. She's talented. I figure I should read one before I meet her for coffee. Uh, and Aria, like, I mean, her, her face is doing amazing things here uh it's like she's trying to keep her chill her boyfriend is just praising her babysitter's writing Mm. uh it's kind of she's has to confront the fact that she's a teenager and she doesn't want to which only makes her act more like a teenager
1: well also this is this is the thing though like part of their their connection part of what makes her the mature you know girl who's not a teenager who's anchored to him is her talent she Mm -hmm. feels yeah and i think this is pre ezra talking about how good jenna's jenna's story is how jenna's talent. yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like talent is like a weird i don't know it's a metaphor that this older man can well like, it's like that's about.
0: that's her thing that's Arya's thing it's the yeah thing.
1: yeah deep down she's the one of talent but um oh at the end of this i really want to know like why i i actually love ezria
0: um
1: <laughs> so yeah uh so Arya's like so you're meeting her with her now and ezra's like at noon crap it's 11 30 already he says in adr um ezra goes to put on his shoes and she's like you didn't mention you were doing this. And he's like, Well, your mother was pretty persistent. And I couldn't exactly tell her I was seeing someone, which you could have. Uh, well, he smirks
0: at her like, Oh, see, it's all your fault, Arya.
1: Yeah, exactly. He does it a lot. But Arya is just furious under the surface.
0: And she's like, Oh, of
1: course. She's like forced to agree with him. Um, uh, he's like you're okay with this right and she's like yeah why wouldn't i be i mean well, she's
0: she's trying to nod and smile it away and that smile is just like dying on her face
1: yeah why wouldn't i mean you should be seen out in public with someone close to your own age she says as she turns into like the frankenstein monster of like thatch girlfriendness, <laughs> which is sadder because it's all based on age and power dynamics but he's so like it's it's just
0: entirely through gritted teeth like oh yeah no why would i be bad
1: <laughs> and, and much like ian as it just says It's just coffee, all right? And she's like, no, I know. So I should just stay here. Wait till you get back. I could just read or clean out your refrigerator. And he's like, there's nothing in it. Then he comes over and takes the bag from her. And he's like, well, there's this.
0: Aria's just a girl standing in her teacher's apartment, holding up coffee and Danish and asking him not to kick her out.
1: (laughs) So he kisses her, then walks her to the door. Then he remembers, oh, uh, you should probably go first. And I'll count to 50.
0: I love the way he just, like... Gives her a, a very kind of precision kiss and yeah. then spins her ass around and like marches her to the exit.
1: Yeah, yeah. He walks her right out, leaves her there in the hallway. The door shuts. It's like she's just remembered a rebuttal. She
0: turns around. And it's just the
1: closed door
0: now. Well, her mouth is gape. She's just like, what the fuck just happened? I just yeah. got kicked out of my boyfriend's place because he's going on a date with my babysitter. Yeah, yeah. The situation is like my brain can't hold all these ideas in in my head at the same time, or else like I'm going to realize something is deeply wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like she's doing everything she can, like Inception here, to mm-hmm. uh, not realize the real-world situation she's living in. But so like, I feel like if I could try to nail Ezria, what it means to me on the head here, it's this. It's not so much the romantic chemistry between Ezra and Arya, it, it's that sometimes. But it's that they can both be these really amazing creeps. <laughs> and I think Ian Harding and Lucy Hale have this perfect comedic timing together, which is like a whole other kind of dementedly wonderful chemistry
0: yeah well earlier in that scene when ezra's like oh it's just coffee all right and Ari is like no i know hmm and like she just has this look on her face like like i want to murder you right now but i have to like be cool about this because that's what you know cool girlfriends do right i mean i feel like ashley benson does some very interesting
1: old school type you know movie star acting and i think uh uh uh, tyler blackburn is a great you know her girl friday but i don't know what to call ian harding and and lucy hale <laughs> well they're just like doing this this vada villain act
0: together lucy hale is super funny and i feel like she doesn't get enough credit for it
1: well so i have this po- note later on in the episode but i'm just gonna say it now imagine it's like a reboot of friends right mm. but only lucy hale is playing the courtney cox character
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah definitely definitely monica
1: i mean she would be goddamn amazing at it so anyways mm. then we get talk about well, so, well,
0: you can't just bring that up and leave that hanging there so uh Ashley Benson would be uh Rachel right or would yeah, she be so Phoebe
1: I think she'd probably be Rachel and then the question is who would be Phoebe
0: hmm wildcard card, yeah. Wild
1: card Trojan as Joey no I'm kidding no Trojan as Chandler I guess hey there's a great
0: mm. development there we go oh then we're gonna cut to the domestic sandwich of evil intent uh, uh Ian is making himself at home in the Hastings uh f- fancy lunch meats here and he's significantly using like a big old chefs knife to cut a sandwich in half. This is an
1: ominous amazing shot of a sandwich because i mean there's like a lot of uh like like giallo. uh uh, film techniques but like you talk about horror movies you can write them off but like you sometimes miss the visual skill in them and you can really feel something uncomfortable about the way this sandwich is framed and then the background spencer comes down in the stairs down the stairs and there's the sandwich and the knife
0: Mm -hmm. also i we're talking with uh rachel Watkins on twitter about this i had to ask your opinion uh ian cuts his sandwich kind of like in half to make like two rectangles how do you feel about that versus the diagonal cut for a sandwich
1: but the interesting thing about this is I couldn't give a shit.
0: Um Really?
1: I do both sometimes.
0: You gotta have an opinion.
1: I do both sometimes. I feel
0: like you get more good bites cutting it Ian's way than diagonally. Interesting. More more bites without the crust.
1: I, I think for the sake of the the metaphor here, uh this works perfectly for what the sandwich represents between Ian and Spencer. Mm. Doing it diagonally is more of I don't know, like a like a whole wheat yin yang thing. Sure. I don't even remember what the debate was about the uh, bread in or out of the fridge. I don't even remember the context of that.
0: Somebody put bread in their fridge at one point, which seems weird to me.
1: I'm so glad we have listeners
0: because mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they can remind me because I do not remember that at yeah. all.
0: So Ian says, oh, hey there. And Spencer's like, hey, she's approaching slowly. She's kind of looking at his bag on the counter there because she thinks her laptop might be in it. Yeah, And she says, you haven't seen my laptop anywhere, have you? I've I've got this paper due Monday and I can't find it anywhere. And then he's, like, loudly scraping the cutting board with his knife. It's a nice yeah. little touch there. And he says, oh, I mean, you had it the other night, right? Weren't you and your pals looking at it? So close. they walked that line there. Yeah. Pals. And Spencer says, yeah, but I thought I brought it with me to school. And he says, but you you back up your files, right? And she says, yeah, yeah, most of it, the important stuff. He says, well, I haven't seen it. Maybe it's in the barn. You're welcome to check. What a weird thing to say.
1: Well, yeah, you can come to my... my- tightly spaced domain i haven't seen
0: your laptop but maybe it's in the barn where i live
1: like it's basically like you can come look in my bedroom
0: yeah yeah spence is like oh okay and he says hey listen do you want half of this we're gonna need plenty of energy for tonight and holds up holds up half of his uh, evil sandwich and she says we (laughs) you're going to the dance why
1: who is this monster
0: yeah he says well they asked me to chaperone yeah it was either that or spending the night in philly with melissa and her business school friends yeah dance school felt less painful Uh, he he laughs like oh that's not creepy at all who do you think you are ezra Fitz?
1: well so it's like he's he's not only just like the most horrible brother-in-law too i mean imagine if ian had lived and wanted to like lecture you about gamergate over christmas or something but i really feel like he's trying to stuff like he's trying to fuck spencer tonight
0: well it's it's so like spencer's like and melissa's okay with this and he says well, yeah, she knows it's not my scene. Yeah, I'm more comfortable here. Or at least I uh, used to be. Like, you're more comfortable at a high school dance than with your girlfriend or I'm sorry, uh wife now. <laughs> like,
1: well, but even if it's not even if it's not the high school dance, I'm more comfortable here in your family home that I've invaded with my mm-hmm.
0: disgusting presence. Than with my wife and her friends.
1: Or I'm I'm just playing a numbers game and I'm roofing every member of your family. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. And Spencer
0: says uh, she starts like having these flashes of uh, that video, like Allie's hand cr- clutching the dirt on the ground. She says, why? What's changed? And he says, well, you know how it is. Small town. People gossip. They think they know you, but they don't. And Spencer's kind of stopped nodding politely now. She says, who exactly are we talking about here? And He takes a big breath. He says, listen, Spence, what do you say we put the past behind us? We're living under the same roof now. Just try to be a family. And he pushes the plate with half a sandwich at her and. Takes off with his bag and Spencer's just stewing uncomfortably. I love this scene. It's like Ian's, he's daring Spencer to call him out. And then he's playing the family card to shut her up. Uh, it's, it's so villainous, like the way he's entreating into her family. It's like she knows in her gut he's a predator, but she can't do anything about it until she gets her hands on that video.
1: Right. Plus, she also has her own history, which hurts her because mm-hmm. of the fact he's now with her sister, which he throws in her face every chance you get but just in the in the domestic you know roommate situation mm-hmm. like she hasn't confirmed that she wants half the sandwich you're just leaving the sandwich out on the cat on like the counter like you're making her clean up the sandwich
0: yeah on it's like he to everybody else he looks like this upstanding citizen you know it's like oh what a good guy he's like the coach at school he's just married but like spencer knows he's a scumbag but uh, you know pr- public perception is not on her side here
1: the only other guy that could have played Eaton besides Ryan Merriman would have been maybe Jerry O'Connell.
0: Oh, God, that'd have been frightening.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, so, night, it's exterior shot, Rosewood Summer. I'm not sure if I remember this stock shot or not.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember this one's a classic stock shot. So, then we're at the dance a thon. Uh, we got a DJ, he's rocking some beats. Spencer he is and
1: Hannah. Not Noel con, nor Tragic Mike Montgomery.
0: No, it's just some random dude. Uh, Spencer and Hannah are waiting in a long line. They've got those marathon style like numbers pinned to their backs. Yeah. They're waiting to check their coats. You can tell this is early in the PLL run because their dresses seem fairly normal. Yeah. There's no like gothic murder ball theme to them. Uh,
1: well, I mean, Aria still Aria, but yeah. Arya's Arya, Aria, but
0: yeah. I mean, Spencer just has like a kind of like copper, you know, gown dress on. Mm-hmm. Ashley Benson has like a, a what we call it? like strapless like flower print thing. I mean, it's pretty normal dresses. All things PLL version. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) Hannah has like a giant ugly blue purse. that looks like it's like a bowling ball bag or something.
1: Yeah, really? Uh, Uh, They're in front of the assembly
0: assembly hall. Yeah. Yeah. And Spencer says, you sure you want to check your purse? And Hannah says, yeah, why not? And Spencer says, it's sloshing. What do you have in there anyway? And it's like nothing. I just brought a little beverage and she pulls out a little flask from the bag and Spencer's. flask. Yeah. Spencer pretends to be scandalized. And Hannah says, in case the punch bowl has no punch. Spencer says, "You brought a flask." Jeez, Hannah, at least fold your, your uh, People magazine around it. Uh, it's so funny to see like teenagers being teenagers on this show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. uh, Emily's walking through one of Rosewood High's like somewhat darkened hallways. She passes by Ian's office, which has a big open window on its door. Uh she sees Ian like closing up his bag, which is when we saw Spencer's kitchen earlier. Uh Emmy has flash her flashback to the Kissing Rock video, thinking of Allison's hand in that dirt, thinking of the face Ian made as he smiled at the camera. Um she has the flashback as well as Spencer, because mm-hmm. the same person. Uh she watches Ian, puts his bag in his desk drawer, locks it, puts, he puts the key in his inside coat pocket. Emily's registered all that information yeah. and then she, Useful
0: info has been acquired. Yeah,
1: so she bounces off. We get a shot of the dance floor. You know, just for fun, compare these dancing kids to the ones from Senior Prom and Last Dance, which <laughs> is, you know, they've they've taken some lessons since now. Uh the co check line, the Spencer and Hannah are still in line. They watch as Ian comes in and cuts in line. He talks to the dude running the co check line, like, Excuse me, Bruce, how are you? Thank you. <laughs> Checks his coat, gets his number to sixty two, walks off, and Spencer's like, Hmm more useful information acquired well
0: what i love about that scene is right at the beginning we don't hear what they're saying but spencer is saying something to hannah and kind of like out of the side of her mouth like it's like great like troy and sneer uh, it's like you know she's just saying something kind of dirty to hannah but you yeah. don't know what it was i, I like that little detail there
1: so back on the dance floor, I uh, just want to say this one dude walks past and he is straight up dressed like a cross in an 80s gigolo and like a Miami Vice drug dealer.
0: He's wearing a, a necklace with like a gigantic like silver anchor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's that's a look there with <laughs> like the like the open neck, you know, it's like there's no no shirt on no undershirt. There's that's some a look.
1: there's some crazy extras in this episode who you know, not necessarily dressed for the theme of this dance, yeah, and so meanwhile
0: see- Ian Ian's just walking around, he's glad handy and he's got his clipboard in hand, he's shaking everyone's hand such a such a good upstanding citizen of Rosewood here. you would think he's running for like senior class president this fucking well, this he really seems like he's he's got a future in like politics, the way yeah. he's like working the room constantly.
1: Which is ironic considering where the time jump goes.
0: Yeah. see a lot of like, hey,
1: how are you? There's TVs everywhere as part of decoration playing basically like political news coverage porn, like a lot of Warren G. Harding, a lot of Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, We pan across the dance floor. There's the four PLLs commiserating. Um, Ari at the Spencer says, "Uh, you sure your laptop's in that bag? So she's like, well, there's only one way to find out. There's a dude behind them who was just being chill, hanging out with his bros, wearing like intense... Stunner shades.
0: <laughs> and Hannah says, why would he bring it to school when he knows we're all going to be here? And he says, maybe he thought you'd bail out early, go home and snoop through his things. And Hannah says, why don't you? And Spencer says, I already did. We need the bag. <laughs> Clever girl. And Ian grabs a mic from the DJ and he says, I know you're all eager to get started, but first the rules, alright? Number one, there's no stopping during the dance. Alright, your chaperones will be walking around making sure you're still moving. Number two, he kind of trails off and Ari says what if he already erased the video and Spencer says well then we know for sure he's hiding something and we go to the police and he's like with a non-video you think they're gonna take our word for it and Spencer says, why are you challenging me yeah (laughs) Spencer says look we we saw what we saw something went down between him and Allison he buried her in the yard to shut her up and then we hear Ian say now let's get this party started and the crowd cheers and the music comes up and the girls all reluctantly start swaying their hips. Like one of the really funny things rewatching this episode is just focused on all like the half-ass dancing that the liars do in this episode. Yeah. yeah. It's really hilarious to watch.
1: I would be curious too. Did, did they film this like with no music? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like the music would have been know. added in later, right? Like, I mean, it's one thing for like you to like, like mine being a DJ, but just to constantly just be like, bouncing back and forth on your legs mm-hmm. like while delivering dialogue um there's a lot of great shots in here like i know there's a couple that end up in your video obviously uh, did you ever have a draft of your video that included ian saying now let's get this party started
0: no i did not
1: that is a shame i think um <laughs> also just real quick ian is a field hockey coach we don't know that he actually teaches anything right
0: he doesn't seem to teach anything but he's like in the athletics department.
1: Also, I feel like Ezra is actually living the life that Ian wishes he had.
0: I don't know about that. Like I think the being just like the sports guy seems more like Ian's deal. He doesn't even have to pretend to like be like academic.
1: No, but I feel like like Ian really enjoys the currency of having the affection of teenage girls.
0: Well you can get that as a PE coach. I guess. But I mean, I mean Ezra's
1: actually acting on that, that creep vibe. Yeah. Um so just outside the Assembly Hall. Byron saunters up to Ella speaking of creeps who's doing something that involves a clipboard and Ella's like oh hey I thought you had a faculty dinner and he's like yeah I did it wrapped up early so I thought I'd stop by and lend a hand it's not like we need to be avoiding each other right and she's like of course
0: well what a what a passive-aggressive way to phrase that he's like making it a fait accompli that they shouldn't avoid each other and then like challenging Ella to disagree with him on that
1: there's going to be a lot of dudes being shitty and passive-aggressive and a lot of like this metaphorical thing it's it's just a thing you know
0: yeah and byron says uh all right then where do you want me boss and she says uh how about the snack table he says sold listen i've uh, been a little out of loop this week what exactly is a -a dance-a-thon
1: so i'm a shitty parent yeah
0: and ella says well you're sponsoring aria right and he says yeah ten dollars a dance she says so she makes it through 20 dances you need to pony up 200 dollars towards your class trip to dc
1: basic arithmetic yeah. I, I can't wait for the deleted scene of Ella having to explain their divorce settlement to Byron.
0: Mm-hmm. And off screen, a woman says, Ella, we need you. And Ella kind of smiles and runs off. She says, snack table's that way. To be continued. Uh, so then Byron kind of nods. And he has this like very smug, satisfied bastard grin on his face. I kind of wonder, did Ella mention to Simone that she's separated right now? Like, Did that come up? So I get to it later in my notes. But like <sighs> Byron being
1: Byron. What do you feel like his attitude was towards Simone when she was actually their babysitter?
0: Uh, I don't know. What think about that.
1: Uh, see, that's that's the thing. Is like I feel like I don't know. Um. So inside the dance, Arya's is just. Chilling. I mean, she
0: is kind of his type, right? Exactly. Tall, blonde, just exactly. like Meredith.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Arya is like just chilling and like putting down a song request. Which, by the way, the the mixture of songs on this list is ridiculous. Ari is
0: requesting "We're Okay" by The Rescues. Somebody requested "Imagine" by John Lennon
1: uh no it gets even weirder somebody named whose last name is clements peg clements
0: requested dust in the wind yeah dust in the wind somebody dust. requested bohemian rhapsody just
1: uh, who you are be?
0: but spice girls yeah
1: <laughs> december by 2 a.m club which was used like they, they performed live there uh some mark ronson um some down 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 rattlesnake daddy i don't know if that's real yeah
0: i don't even know anyway uh Simone sidles on up. Oh, Bad
1: Romance by Lady Gaga, which is just written as
0: Gaga. Mm -hmm. Simone says, please tell me you're not. You did not just request the Backstreet Boys. And Arya looks up. She's a little alarmed. She's like, Simone, what are you doing here? (laughs) And Simone kind of picks up Arya's panic. She's like, did you not want me here? And Arya's like, no. I mean, yes, of course I do. Here you are. How awesome is that? (laughs) It's like forced congeniality. Oh, I love Lucy Howe. Uh, and then ellis swoops in to kind of like save Arya. here she says hey i didn't know you were coming to this two days in a row are you living in that locker and Simone weird laugh simone laughs Arya does her patented look behind her and like glares like can you leave, believe this fucking bitch audience i know right all right <laughs> and come back in the scene now um, <laughs> simone by the way is like she's like dressed for clubbing she's got like a like a sleeveless top on i mean
1: also i have to say
0: if I were to
1: recast a Friends reboot with PLLs, I would cast Ian Harding as Ross.
0: Okay, come at me. Yeah. <laughs> and Simone says Ezra mentioned that he was to the cha- on the chaperone shift, so I decided to stop by. And Ella says, "Oh, so you and Ezra had a nice time." And uh, Simone gives Ella like a very, very adult, like knowing smirk there, and she's like, "He's terrific." And then to Arya, she says, "You're lucky; they did not have te- English teachers like that when I was here." And Arya just like bites off her own tongue and swallows it. Got a mirthless smile from her.
1: Her uh, acting normal when she which her acting normal, which is only making her feel more erratic. This is my bread and butter. Like okay. and well, speaking what, of bread and butter, she's about to stab Simone.
0: What do we think about Simone showing up at a high school dance to hit on Ezra? Like outside of the Arya factor, isn't that I don't know, a a little bit weird? Yes, but She's like, oh, I, I like this dude. I'm gonna dress up like I'm going clubbing with the girls and show up at a high school dance to hit on him. I'd like to
1: point out that Byron showed up, and even though he is, yes, a parent of at least one of the students here, I don't think there's ever a moment where he's just like, Oh, by the way, Arya, hi, I'm your dad, mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm just really here to make your mom feel shitty and try to take me back.
0: At least Byron can like claim that he's there to like help out. Like Simone's not like helping out with like the coat check or something. She's just like here to dance and hit on Ezra. You know what the thing is? she's going after what she wants and mm-hmm. some men like
1: that um meanwhile the kids are dancing the Fantogram,
0: uh which is a song
1: i love called when i'm small it's a shaving commercial song the lyrics are great because it mentions lucy frequently um meanwhile the kids are just dancing we see hannah spencer watching at one point they're just bouncing around
0: i love uh, their their groove in there yeah yeah they see ian on the other side of the hall and he's again just
1: shaking hands of dudes like can i count on your vote in the mm-hmm. white guy olympics um spencer's like we gotta get that key She walks off and a moment later, like Hannah walks off too. We see Lucas doing camera stuff. He's the guy who takes the photo of you of the cardboard cutouts of Brack and Michelle, if if that's what you're into.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the weirdest, like most bonkers things about this episode is that all their decorations are like old war memorials and gravestones and shit. Like there's a video on the wall behind them. It's like graveyards at Arlington. Like it's totally incongruent with the dancing. It's like pure PLL dissonance yeah yeah
1: well Hannah walks through this like side area which is like part like pop art gallery with like
0: presidential shit on the walls it well, reminded it's, it, me it's not presidential though it's all like war memorial stuff it's really bizarre
1: but i mean like this this might as well have been like the hedge maze from the christmas episode you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i'm sure if they had more well this is definitely at the school like, where the other dances are out clearly somewhere else but anyway so we see bad boy caleb walking through uh, hannah's outside she's getting some fresh air of emily there in the courtyard And caleb comes up to them and hannah's like uh well she,
0: well she does. says hey do you have it where is it and emily holds out some cash he just like glares at her and like tries to be subtle about it but hannah like grabs her hand to stop the exchange she says wait how much did you charge her that's what he says
1: it was a rush job
0: if you give it away for
1: free nobody would want it
0: oh yeah and hannah rolls her eyes at this and she lets the exchange happen between caleb and emily there she does this kind of funny thing i don't know if you notice this or like she looks away like she's like disgusted with caleb but then she she basically like sticks her chest out and leans in closer as she's looking away yeah uh, it's very subtle but i kind of wonder if that was intentional blocking like it's it's like hannah's unconsciously flirting with caleb right now it's like her her subconscious knows she's into this dude, but she hasn't like fully isn't fully aware of it yet.
1: Not shocking consider like what she's being presented with. Uh, hmm. uh, so yeah, they treat us it like it's the most illicit thing ever, but it's really not. Which <laughs> I, I can prove with Caleb's next line, as he hands Emily back her phone, she's so happy that she runs off of it. And he Well, she's totally up.
0: like disgusted. She's like, Have your fucking money, I'm taking my phone, fuck you.
1: Well, I, I wonder though, like if Caleb has a as a
0: if he's playing the numbers game too as a thing for Emily, because he calls hmm. after her I threw in some
1: extra ringtones on the house.
0: Well, I, I think he says that just because he realized that he's kind of an asshole. Uh, I,
1: I feel like he threw in Who Can It Be Now by Men at Work. Mm-hmm. And Hannah And says Hello by Lionel Richie. I don't
0: know. Hannah says, well, you should, considering you charge her three times the normal amount. That phone should answer itself and have a built-in lipstick. You have a problem? And,
1: Call customer service.
0: Yeah, she's leaning back on the table with her arms now. It's very flirtatious body language. Yeah. She's she's Call about to
1: tell service. him to like go outside and jerk himself a soda. I mean, yeah, they've got this old school like heat. I mean, mm-hmm. like I know I know like you really can associate a lot of like Lauren McCall stuff with Troy and Belisario, but there's almost like a bogey McCall
0: cyber wolf <laughs>
1: <laughs> blonde princess thing happening with Caleb and Hannah.
0: Well, and then Hannah says, you know what? You're an ass. OK, you knew she was desperate. and You took advantage of her.
1: You ever heard of supply and demand?
0: Wow, all is working in an angle, aren't you? Like you're not. And she stands up. She says, you know what? You don't know the first thing about me. No, you don't
1: know the first thing about you.
0: <laughs> and that's reminding me I love Caleb. Well, but... he,
1: she sulks a little bit, but it's like she's blown away. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like eviscerated this like fiction of self. Yeah. Uh... Well, I think
0: I think in retrospect, it's immediately clear that like she's into Caleb. She may not have fully like decided it yet, but she right. definitely is.
1: Right. Uh, so then she gets a text. Uh It's from A.
0: Job description.
1: Heartbreaker. $200 for each dance of Lucas. A. And Hannah's like, well, shit.
0: <laughs> How perfectly also,
1: cruel. Also, did Caleb learn about supply and demand from the actual bad guys in Allentown?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: So after the commercial, we're back in the dance. Aria's bouncing along, watching Ian talk to people. Spencer comes up to her, and she's like, hey, he checked his jacket. It's number 62. And the key ring is the pocket. Aria nods. like, this is a pre-planned like caper they're on he mm-hmm. looks over sees the two of them he does this like tip of the cap nod bullshit. oh it's
0: such a like just smarmy salute yeah and the Spencer ladies? just straight up like sneers at him and like turns <laughs> away disgusted
1: oh it's wonderful uh so let me go over to see Shauna and Hannah Shauna Shauna uh bouncing along in a dance Shauna's dressed like he's this Michael Douglas-esque stockbroker from the 80s on vacation in the Hamptons mm-hmm he looks like he's like Donald Trump's illegitimate son. is what he looks like with, with real hair. Um, so he catches Hannah looking over at that sad sack of shit, Lucas. And he's like, what are you looking at? And she's like, I feel bad. No one's asking Lucas to dance. And Sean says
0: he's used to it. Love that. Yeah. And Hannah says, well, so was I 40 pounds ago, but you were nice enough to make me feel included. And he's like, no comparison. You were sweet. That kid's looking to get bitch slapped every time he opens his mouth. You're not wrong, Sean.
1: But Sean's also a piece of shit.
0: I don't know if I'd go that far. He's just, uh, he's confused. Uh, Hannah says, (laughs) hey, it's just a dance. And he glares and he says, you want to pick a charity? Save a whale. And she's like, one dance. And he just rolls his eyes and walks off without a word. And she kind of flaps her arms in frustration. But like, oh, well, there's Lucas uh, looking over at her. And so she kind of psychs herself up and walks over. And he's basically like forcing herself, forcing her to like prostitute herself here. Right. Right. And and she knows Lucas is going to take it the wrong way, but she has to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, She says, ready for a dance break? And he's like, I'm working. Hannah says Obama will still be in office by the time you get back. Come on.
1: He is. She is, by the way, just bubbly and delightful. And how could you say no to her?
0: Mm -hmm. And Lucas is like, I'm sure you can find somebody else to step on your feet. And Hannah says, Lucas, you've been treating me like a bed bug for weeks. We came here for a good cause and to have fun. Why can't we have fun? I love this song. And he says, I hate this song. She says, you love this song. And he cracks a smile. And he says, you're right. I love this song. That gets a big smile from Hannah. And she says, well, come on. Let's bust a move. Let's go. She drags him out on the dance floor. And you can tell he's like, he's a little confused, maybe suspicious, like not really sure what the fuck's going on, but he's a little excited, too. Yeah. So then we're going to go out into the quad. Emily's having an awkward like phone convo with uh, Maya. We only hear em- Emily's side of it. She so, says, should I call you tomorrow? Sure. Maybe Monday? No, no, I understand. Okay. And Spencer kind of walks up in the background. She senses her with sadness. And Emily says, I miss you. Bye. She hangs up and Spencer sidles forward and she puts like, a big cheery smile on. She says, hey, was that Maya? Emily kind of forces a nod, and Spencer's like, how is she? And Emily says, amazing. She seems really happy. Spencer says, so why don't you? And Emily says, me? No, I, I'm good. It's all good. Spencer says, I'm not sensing good here, Emily. What's wrong? What happened? Emily says, it's just weird. It, it seems like she was there, but she wasn't. Spencer's like, oh, sweetie. She's in Wilderness Boot Camp. You know, she's been talking to bears. And besides, a better counselor is probably watching her the whole time. Emily's like, no, she's alone. Maybe she's moved on. Spencer doesn't really know what to say to that as Emily walks off. It's like, wow, way to assume, assume the worst, Emily. But uh, P.S., I'm from the future, and you're right.
1: Um, man, I don't miss Maya. I don't miss any of the Maya stuff at all. Um, again, I, I feel like we can put this to rest. So people would finally listen. Like Maya knew nothing. Who cares? Nothing. Like <laughs> yeah, Maya's dead. She's not she's not coming back as A or anybody like that. Um it's funny to me how like the Lyndon James thing was almost like a reverse CC, like like coming in and assuming a familial identity when there wasn't hmm. one. Um don't miss any of that at all. Also, remember, Lyndon James shot Caleb. It's <laughs> inside the dance. We see Ezra chilling by the coat check talking to Simone. And Simone's like, what made you choose Prague? And I expected Ezra to sell her some bullshit about Making that decision the summer he read the unbearable lightness of being, but he's just like, I figured if you're gonna spend a semester abroad, you might as well do it when they sell Absinthe.
0: <laughs> oh, you world traveler, you
1: Yeah. Uh someone's like, Ever been to one of those crazy marionette shows they have over there? Speaking of which, the <laughs> pixie siph lord herself approaches
0: she's like, Oh, oh yeah, Aria yeah. Arya walks up and she's she kind of like sees what's going on. She holds her hands out, like her palms out, like what the fuck? You know, like she gives him this look, like, what the fuck are you doing? and he's just like oh yeah yeah why do you think they sell absinthe <laughs> you see they see
1: aria he kind of like straightens up and they're both like hey mm-hmm. and that's just like uh do you need your jacket and Simone's like you're not poking down the marathon already are you oh talk about somebody who loves their puppets remember that huge cookie monster out in your bed you slept with them every night and is just like bitch you're ruining my flavor she's like, like uh no don't really remember and she's, simone says how could you forget he had to be peeled off of you in the morning. You slept with him in between your legs.
0: Oh, what a fantastic line. It's like it wasn't until this moment that Arya realized that she was playing the game with Simone. Yeah. Uh, Meg Manning there just like kneecapped her sexuality.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Lucy Hale's face is about to go supernova expressions on her.
0: Yeah. Arya's just like, actually, it was my ankles. Can I get coat 62? My dad left something in his pocket. He's getting the coat and Arya does her, you know, look over to shoulder move. Meanwhile, Meg Manion is just watching Arya with kind of a growing clarity. Like, oh, you know, like she, she gets it now. And Arya pulls the keys out and she hands the jacket back back to Ezra. And she says thanks, but she says it in this like way too soft voice for like teacher interaction. Way too interaction. intimate. Way She's too like, intimate. Thanks. Yeah. And Ezra's like, uh-huh. And Ezra's like trying trying to like be cool and like pretend that this is just a student here.
1: Well, uh, and, and when she walks off, it's the way he watches her go too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and Arya just kind of swings her arms and she, like, shoots Meg a dirty look as she trots off. And Meg Manning, Simone's watching her go there, kind of hands on her hips like she's interested now. Like, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, and Ezra just gulps because he's thinking about prison.
1: <laughs> Ezra's like, I'm writing a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Arya, she like this cool little handoff. She's like walked by, hands a key Spencer, and they go their separate ways.
1: first mission impossible movie here yeah yeah
0: over on the dance floor hannah and lucas are dancing in kind of this dorky like holding hands way Mm -hmm. the song ends and lucas shrugs and he tries to leave and hannah grabs him she's like wait he says why she says just one more dance i like this song too and lucas is like you came here with sean remember him big guy likes to hit me and hannah's like shh just dance Uh, so she puts her arms around his neck and he kind of reluctantly holds her hips and they sway and he can't really see her face because she is disgusted with herself right now. Yeah. And like she knows like uh, he's totally getting the wrong idea here. But money's money. The song here. Well, is it's not up- just money. It's also, you know, Ashley Marin's freedom.
1: Yeah, it's her, it's her mom. It's her, her mm-hmm. family. She's I mean, Hannah spends a lot of storylines trying to basically rescue her mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the
1: song here is Upside Down by Garrison Starr, which I find very catchy, actually. Uh, elsewhere the dance, Ari runs into Ella and Ella's like, hey, why aren't you dancing? And Ari's like, bathroom break mom how long does simone plan on staying here and she's like i don't know she and mr fitz seem to be hitting it off and Arya sighs and eye rolls and probably wants to snort all at the same time and she's like well i think she's making a fool of herself
0: is it just me or does lucy hale's southern accent come out a little bit on that line oh yeah i mean she basically it's very low she's like i think she's making a fool of herself
1: there's like a there's like an emoji of like like her holding a glass of mint julep that's just implied Mm -hmm. i think uh and ella's like why because she's going after what she wants some men find that appealing miss ella kind of roll her eyes for there for a second
0: maybe a little and Arya, is pouting and Ella's like i think i know what's going on here you're jealous and aria's like what why would you say that uh you would think aria'd be giving off like panic here but i it's actually like murderous focus from her yeah like when when ella starts to hone in she's like what why would you say that i think- no, seriously why would you say that <laughs> I think a lot of people are lucky that Arya seems so
1: adorably obtuse. Because Mm -hmm. when she actually turns all of her attention on you, it is one of the most terrifying, chilling things ever. (laughs) And you can't look away. Um, And I was like, honey, she's your old babysitter. And she's your friend. And she's spending more time with Mr. Fitz than you. But Arya, you gotta cut her some slack. You know, it's hard to
0: meet nice guys.
1: Sometimes you gotta strike when the iron's hot.
0: There's so much you, blood in Arya's mouth right now.
1: You'll understand one day. And then she touches
0: <laughs> Arya's face in this very
1: minimizing but parental gesture. And mm-hmm. Arya just, she can't process this and she storms off. And man, I miss this time on the show. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Sean is getting pissed off as he watches Hannah and Lucas still dancing.
0: Yeah, they're uh, slow dancing down. So, the the Garrison
1: Star song is still playing. I just like the the lines that happen to play right here, which is so afraid to say I'm haunted by the memory of who I want to be. The fire inside's still burning out of me. um, I feel like it's very fitting with these characters, but Hannah looks over, sees Sean going like alpha ape shit,
0: and she says to I, look, I, I think we can cut Sean a little bit of slack here, like we go to the dance with your girlfriend and she wants to dance with some other dude the whole time that's." Well, he's being he pretty said, cool, all things considered.
1: As he's as he said, this is a history. This is like a second yeah. point on the on the graph. But the, clearly, their relationship is not at a place where he can like ask her. But I, know, like like they should have had a conversation long before this.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they're teenagers too. Uh, anyway, Hannah says uh, she says um just keep dancing, okay? I'll be right back. So she ditches Lucas. Lucas is like, but this is a slow song. She's like, well sway. I'll just be a second. She goes over to Sean. She's like, What's up? And he's like, What's up? You said one dance, it's been five. This
1: is few, that's $1,000, yo.
0: Yeah. And Hannah says, No, I know, but for the first couple, we were just talking, and this is the first one he's actually gotten into it. Sean's like, Oh, yeah, I know what he's into. You. And Hannah's like, Sean, Okay, stop. This is a marathon, not a sprint. There'll be plenty uh, of dances for us.
1: Sean should only play Republicans for the rest of his career. Yeah.
0: Or uh, what? he was in a commercial, I think think with holden it was like a super bowl commercial oh yeah car yeah i don't know if you remember it um it's something where the guy who plays holden is like the the nerdy kid who like borrows like the nice car to go to prom with and he like he drives right in and like grabs the sean's date and like kisses her full on the mouth and then gets punched out by sean and then he's like driving home with a black eye like feeling satisfied it's kind of a weird creepy commercial (laughs) I'm
1: sure we've talked about it in the podcast before. Yeah. Is, did he like write a note apologizing because he's the most politest man in Rosewood
0: afterwards? No, Sean's not that polite.
1: Oh, uh, oh right, right. Um, yeah, so Hannah's, you know, Sean's like, Hannah, I spent most of the hook on me standing around and waiting for you. Do you bring me these things just to ditch me? Which, LOL. Hannah's phone beeps, and he's like, don't answer that. And she's like, Sean. He's like, no, I mean it. If you're trying to piss me off, it's working. And she's like, look, I have to check this. I'm sorry. It's important. He's just like, yeah. And he walks off. And she sighs the a text that she just got says want to raise five hundred dollars for every dance of lucas a and then there's <laughs> lucas alone on the dance floor looking pathetic swaying along to the slow <laughs>
0: song well you know given that we know at some point lucas got roped into mona it's being mona's helper is mona maybe doing him a favor right now like is there an implied quid pro quo happening like help me and i'll get hannah to dance with you
1: no, I don't think so because I don't think so. that's that's a cruel like mouse to dangle in front of him. I think it's sometimes well, Mona's a pretty to this. cruel person. Right, but I don't think Lucas would take this bait knowing that it's just a dance. I mean, hmm. she would have to sell it to him as I will I will get Hannah. Well, to I guess you.
0: Maybe it could be something like by the way, I made that happen. I think it's much
1: more likely that the animosity and self-loathing he feels after this night is what led him to a place where mm. he was approachable and malleable to Mona's well, is, to Mona's intent.
0: It is kind of funny. I feel like Mona wants to break up Hannah and Sean not only as A, but because like she knows like Hannah needs a new boyfriend. Because mm. Sean's a dud.
1: Well, I think that's why she's so terrified of Caleb, is mm-hmm. that Caleb can challenge her well <laughs> yeah. her interests in Hannah in a variety of ways. Um meanwhile. It's like Spencer moves down the empty hallway and lets herself in Ian's office. She starts to work on that desk drawer. Caleb walks past right, and can't, can't find the right key. Right. He lets himself in and is like, need some help with that.
0: Spencer looks up, startled, and after commercial, she says, I was I was just looking for
1: A chainsaw? I could pick that for you if you want.
0: And she's kind of stand stood up now in very business like posture and she whispers, she says, Could you please close that door? Feeling
1: a draft. It's well. He
0: opens it further. He swings the door open more, like in in retaliation for that.
1: Which which reminds me of my favorite Sean Connery moment from the Sean Connery James Bond movies is a moment in Thunderball with Fiona Volpe. It's it's where he basically does a similar gesture, but it's it's the most it's it's when he's not on his like rapey side because Sean Connery's Bond was very rapey, like in Goldfinger. Um, but I love this. This is where Caleb works. So he comes in the liar's world. And he gets under their skin. He makes someone feel uncomfortable. And he's basically just confronting them with their own status quo.
0: But we don't hate him
1: for it. And that's. that's well, he's just kind
0: of cocky and fun. Yeah. And
1: That's where it gets nuts. And it gets really nuts here because it's Spencer who then says.
0: Spencer says, this is way too complicated for me to explain right now. It's complicated.
1: Oh, shit. And then Caleb says, what's well, complicated? I don't live in a cave. I get it.
0: The rich girls steal.
1: The pretty girls lie. The smart
0: girls play dumb. And the dumb girls spend all their
1: days trying to be all of the
0: above. Yeah, he just describes Hannah to tea. Yeah, it's uh, complicated. It's, yeah. Spencer's had about enough a teenage bad boy here in his clever aphorism. She says, how much will it cost to make you forget you walked in here? And he just smiles and crosses his arms, raising his eyebrows. And we cut away before we find out what his price is.
1: Well, so his gimmick is basically just to make the rich kids buy themselves out of the holes dug by their own privileged hypocrisy.
0: So i going to throw out cool. this theory to anger the uh, the Haleb fans. What if Spencer just like gave him a BJ there and that's why they're all so casual with each other later? Wow. No?
1: You, I mean, you're going straight to the beach,
0: huh? Uh, some sort of sexual favor. I don't know. She didn't give him money. He didn't want money.
1: I wonder, like, uh, was this, like, uh, like, was the whole episode like a chemistry test, though? Like, does Caleb have chemistry of Hannah? Does he have chemistry of Spencer?
0: I feel like they knew they wanted him with Hannah right away. They are
1: they are pretty damn good together. But they mm-hmm. you know they, him and Spencer are pretty damn good together too. Uh wild wild theories aside. Mm-hmm. Um on the dance floor, Ella's looking around, watching the kids. Uh no one is to blame by Howard Jones starts playing, which is a funny song. Byron walks up to Ella, you know, some red solo cups, um, and he's like, Well, four hours down, two to go. And she's like, Did you ask him to play this? And he's like, No, lying. I wish that I had though. Listen, as long as it's playing, and they still they start dancing. As they're dancing, you're right. The footage on the screen behind them is of Arlington Cemetery. <laughs> it's
0: just like mass graveyard. <laughs> uh, so uh, romantic. And Byron says, we should take Simone out to that little Pete's joint we used to love. You, me, the kids. It'll be like old times. And Ella kind of clears her throat. And he says, it's still there. And Ella says, oh, no, I know. Um, And the kids would probably really enjoy that. I'm just not so sure I need to be there. He says, Hmm, but then it wouldn't be like old times, would it? And Ella says, No, you're right. It would be like new times. And he's kinda of a little frustrated and he says, It's just it's just pizza, Ella. And she says, Yeah, but it comes with a lot of toppings. Let's not confuse things right now, okay? Let's just dance. Nice metaphor, Ella.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. Holly Marie Combs is fantastic in this episode. She has little to do, but she does a lot with that. But <laughs> it's just pizza, Ella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the co-check, Emily finds Hannah's purse and her flask and absconds with it.
0: Emily knows the flask is there because Spencer knows it's there.
1: Yeah, also because Hannah's there, so flask <laughs> is probably not far behind. Oh, we see the DJ working. We see the kids dancing. Then we flip around. This You use this shot, right? The flip around to Ari and Spencer dancing?
0: Oh, just them dancing, yeah. I love yeah. The, the shot of them two dancing together. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, uh, I love that whip around. Um, Spencer's like, so then I couldn't get in the drawer. None of the keys were. And I was like, what did this kid see? Did you have any? Did you have to pay him off or something?
0: Spencer says no. He wouldn't take any money. And then Arya looks over. She sees Simone is laughing and flirting with Fitz. And Spencer says, "But I think he'll keep his mouth shut, especially after that brain melting prostate massage I just gave him. It's not like he doesn't have plenty of height, right?" Arya's not listening. Spencer's like Arya, and Arya says,
1: "Like, where's my watch?"
0: <laughs> Arya says, "That is it. I will kick her back to New York if I have to." And she tries to run over. But Spencer rushes in front of her, like, hold her back. She's like, wait, Arya, stop before you do something you regret. And Arya says, Spence, let go of me. And then Simone's talking to Ezra and she says, I'd be happy to pass your stuff along. And Ezra's like, really? And she says, mm-hmm, sure. My editor's coming over for a drink next weekend. He should join us.
1: I have no doubt in my mind that Ezra is is absolutely like been buttering Simone up this entire time mm-hmm. to, to get his work published
0: in some bullshit online journal. Yeah, and Spencer says there are teachers here and parents, your, your parents. Arya's like, I don't care. She really <laughs> doesn't like. All reason and caution have abandoned Arya. She is she's come about death, to go the full, destroyer of worlds, the full carry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Simone is saying it's just a train right away, and a fifteen minute walk from Penn Station. And Arya marches right up. Spencer's kind of trailing in a panic behind her, and Arya's like, "We need to talk." Spencer's <laughs> like, "What's going on?" And then. Quick thinking, Spencer is like, Mr. Fitz, will you dance with me? there's like, what? And Spencer's like, we're allowed. Come on. She just like yanks him onto the dance floor because she's an awesome wingman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's jumping on a grenade for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Arya is not even sure what she's more upset about.
0: <laughs> well, uh, and Arya and Simone are watching them go and Simone's kind of smiling herself. She's like, wow, someone's crushing on her English teacher. <laughs> and, and she and Arya... Yeah, Arya has to, like, force a smile, and we see Spencer's looking over as she dances, like, she seems a little embarrassed, but maybe a little impressed with herself, too. I think the key to Arya, I think the thing that Spencer probably
1: learned about Arya is that there's, like, an ontological OCD about her. So, whenever Arya gets focused on something, you have to throw a lot of other weird stimuli at her, and then Arya, like, she kind of shuts down and she tries to process it all. It's the only way you stop that train from, like you know, burning the entire universe down or what have you. Yeah.
0: I love that scene. We need to talk. (laughs) So the
1: courtyard, there's Emily and her flask. Um, This is what will be the first of two times we see Emily do some really depressive drinking, but it's
0: Emily is wasted, but
1: it's never like they never play like the Emily's an alcoholic card. I mean, after all, she Mm -hmm. is, I believe drinking a beer of Toblerone in that five years forward trailer.
0: Maybe she will be later on. Uh, So Hannah comes out and sits next to her and Hannah's like my feet hurt my brain hurts everything hurts scoot over. She nudges Emily over. Uh I like how Emily's like openly drinking booze in the middle of the high school quad like not hiding it at all. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And Hannah notices the flask and she's like hey where'd you get that? Emily like says nothing cuz she's a surly drunk. And Hannah takes the flask and she's like this is mine. And Emily says I help myself.
1: Emily is getting riggedy, riggedy wrecked, son. Yeah. Um Hannah turns it upside down. and She's like, to all of it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's empty.
1: So this, is, this, makes, this is when Hannah could really use a drink, Emily.
0: Mm-hmm. And Emily says, why are you dancing with Lucas? And Hannah's like, what do you mean? And Emily says, you're torturing him. You know he worships you. And you're never going to look at him that way. Oh, that's so true. And Hannah says, I already feel like crap, okay? So if you're going to pile it on, you can at least save me a sip. Uh, and Emily says, Allison did the same thing to me. Makes you feel powerful, huh? Emily is just dropping truth bombs all over Hannah right now. And Hannah says, no, just the opposite. Emily stands up and she says, it's too bad. She's not here tonight. Allison would have been proud of you. And she just walks off. That was way harsh, Ty.
1: But also Uh, like, I don't like the really depressive Emily, but Shane Mitchell needs more opportunities just
0: to play nasty. Well, I think she's an excellent drunk in this episode. In this episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, Well, and Hannah is like, Great. If I needed any more reasons to hate myself, thank you for giving them to me.
1: Yeah, the post Maya stuff was hard to watch, but like whenever Shay Mitchell could just like spit venom, I I love it. I love it, uh, mm. I love it almost as much as when Arya's brain goes inferno. Uh, so Hannah's phone beeps. It's an A text. It says, You have Lucas's heart. Now rip it out. Last dance, $1,000. A. And Hannah sighs. Hannah In the dance, the physical manifestation of vengeance, Arya, is rocking back and forth, watching as Spencer and Ezra's dance ends. And Spencer walks back over to Arya. Did you happen is- to
0: catch the expression on Spencer's face as she's walking back? No, what is it? Well she's she's, you know, breaking up dancing with Ezra and he's kind of like smiling politely and she's kind of looking down, smiling to you, like, Oh, that was fun. And then as soon as she turns away from him, this like sneer, like just disgust spreads across <laughs> her face. Like, ugh. Like she rolls her eyes. It's it's really funny to just like watch over and over again.
1: And then Arya's like
0: what the hell was that about? <laughs> Spencer says, saving your relationship. Five more seconds and you would have ended up on YouTube.
1: LOL. And then Arya was... has a
0: huge sigh. Yeah, that was a suicide mission and you know it. Just imagine like the viral video of Arya like, beating Simone to death with one of her high heels.
1: Or her red lightsaber, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they start playing a cover of The Outfits Your Love, which is perfect.
0: Um, which is a song
1: about an older man taking advantage of a younger girl while his girlfriend's away.
0: You're you're all about the
1: soundtrack in this episode. I apparently I am. Uh Hannah walks in and looks beat and weary. Sean's waiting over by the
0: old timey T V wall.
1: And Sean's like, Look, Hannah, I'm sorry. I didn't well, mean to lose it.
0: Um, I think Sean he like he senses that like like things are slipping away here. He's gonna try to at least make a, a a quick attempt.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh he's like, let's just forget it and dance, okay? And she's like, Look, I I can't. It's killing her to say it for a lot of reasons. She's like, can't or won't? She's like, Look either yeah i have to dance with lucas please don't ask why just let me dance with him and he's gonna be bitchy about this and says oh okay sure and you know what you can do more than dance with him you can leave with him too and lucas is watching all this hopeful mm-hmm.
0: and it's like no sean please uh here's where he loses it yeah he says you know that car broke more than your legs there's something really sick going on up there we're over Ooh. so long sean i mean
1: i just i actually have written my notes you can make a losing argument for Sean before that line. But with that line, fuck that guy.
0: Eh, I mean, Whatever, you know, like they're teenagers. They're not going to say nothing mean, to each other all the time.
1: I get with teenagers sometimes because there's a, a depth of emotional resonance that's not there. You need actions to rely on to, to tell you where you are in the world with your significant other as opposed to words. But anyway, uh, so Lucas comes over great blocking as hannah's crying she keeps her back to him as long as possible and he's like hey is everything okay do you want to go outside and talk and she turns around she hugs him into a dance never looking at his face never letting him see her face it's like a mask of tears and she's just like no just dance with me and you know i don't want to lose your love tonight's playing
0: um a has successfully made hannah choose her mom over her boyfriend here uh and now hannah's like in this really awkward position with lucas because I her emotions right now are real. Like she does need a shoulder to cry on, but A has like hoarded that out of her, and well, so it's it, like it's poisoning the moment.
1: It gets it gets more interesting with the weight of everything we know that follows this. That as Emily mm-hmm. points out to us, Mona has effectively once again turned Hannah into Allison.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I, just, I really like how like this this moment between them is real. She really does want to to dance and, and lean on Lucas's shoulder, but it's been ruined because she's doing it for money too.
1: Right, right. And he's getting all the wrong vibes from it. Mm-hmm. But it's like Mona's getting off on the power of all this, like playing the game. But she's also getting off on that special part of her that just wanted to recreate Allison, specifically within Hannah, mm-hmm. um, that vertigo thing. So anyways, elsewhere, Spencer and Ari are just chilling. Spencer looks over and sees Emily looking glamorous, but also <laughs> sloppy as she plays with the curtains. Well,
0: She's like trying to like tie the curtains in knots or something. Well-
1: <laughs> So Spencer says, what is going on with Emily? And then she sighs as she answers that question in her head. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. And they walk over and say, hey. And Emily is just like, she's just frowning. She looks like she could puke at any moment. And Ari's like, whoa. Spencer's like, okay, come on. So they go, they sit uh, Emily down on a bench. And Ari says, okay, I'm going to get you some water. Spencer says, caffeinated water. And Emily's like, I'm not thirsty. Because like mean drunk mode has been engaged. Uh, And she's glaring across the dance floor. And she's like, he shouldn't be here. Uh, We see she's looking at Ian, just doing some more like politicking. Just schmoozing. Yeah. And Emily says, he's not a chaperone. He's a killer. And then the shusher tries to shush her. Uh, And Emily's like, or Spencer's like, Emily. And Emily says, why is Toby at home wearing a low jack? Well, this freak can go anywhere he wants, do whatever he wants. Spencer's like, Emily. And Emily's like, marry your sister. Spencer says, okay, Emily, come with us. And Ari's like, come on. They try to pull her away, but Emily shakes him off, and she just kind Marched of st- stumble drunks. Yeah, they didn't put a lot of effort in there. Uh, I mean, people knock Shane Mitchell in some of these early episodes, but she is no perfect as a drunk here. Uh, she just, like, stumbles on over to to Ian right up to him, and she says, I know what you did. We all know, and you're not going to get away with it. I love this moment. And it's like we finally get to see one of them, like, directly call out one of these predators in their midst. Yeah. I I really feel like you could go up to any adult male in Rosewood and say this and get a panicked reaction. You know, like, I know what you did. We all know.
1: It's, yeah. It's Rosewood after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arya and Spencer start to drag Emily away. Ian grabs Spencer's arm, keeping her there, and he's like, Arya can handle that. So he starts moving with Spencer and she's like, What are you doing? And he's like, You and I are gonna dance. Which oh, has great
0: love this. double great double meaning. Well it's just like the, the mask finally drops. You know, yeah. he's he's been playing coy this whole episode and now he's like, No, now we're gonna talk. Like, and he's like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say he says, uh, what was she talking about? Spencer says I don't know and he says and I think you do and I love how they just stare at each other for a while and I think Spencer knows like she can't get away with claiming ignorance she has to give him something yeah and so she she gives him this she says she knows about us she knows we kissed last summer and he's like well I thought we agreed we we're gonna keep that a secret who else besides you who else knows besides your little friends and she's like no one and they're kind of just like Hate dancing with each other, and he leans in close to like speak in her ear, and he says, "That better be the truth, or someone else is gonna get hurt." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what makes Ian such a great villain. It's like he holds it so close until he needs to, and then he's just very terrifyingly direct.
1: But he 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 looks like he's running for fucking office. Like mm-hmm. he he looks like the the embodiment of everything that's right on the surface, but the status quo throughout this episode. Well, through uh,
0: through this whole episode up until this point you could make the argument that like what he's just being you know a a normal adult but then like suddenly it's like nope there it was we knew it was there he was just hiding it well now now that kind of the threatening side of him comes out
1: spencer's had some pretty good logic about this episode the thing about the uh well if he if he deletes the video then he has something to hide it's like Mm -hmm. yeah he has something to hide (laughs) the video is the proof (laughs) of that yeah so after the commercial, Spencer and Hannah coats on her, getting Emily down the front steps of school. Uh, Emily's like staring off and she's like, was that tree always there? And Spencer just sighs, and <laughs> takes, <laughs> takes her keys, hands in to Hannah here, take these. She's not driving. And I was like, no, I'm not taking her home. But her, her mom finds out it was my class. I'm going to be feeding the bears of Maya. Aloha. Nice,
0: nice callback. Hannah.
1: Yeah. Spencer's like, fine, I'll drive her. And Emily's like, no, I'm not going home.
0: So well, like, you know, Spencer just wanted to avoid Emily puking in her car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's like, uh, just crashed my place and okay then and she turns to Hannah and she's like you too I don't want to be home alone when Ian walks in Hannah's like okay so Lucas shows up calls the Hannah Hannah uh Spencer gets Emily the car and, and Lucas master of timing is like mm-hmm. can I take you home you know I I kind of or she says you know I kind of promised them and he thinks this is the moment he says look I know Sean took off and I was well, thinking that since well, you Hannah's, guys were
0: now over Hannah's face right now is just like fuck my life we're doing this now yeah. really
1: yeah yeah, like, don't don't give me any kind of, like, space to deal with this, Lucas. Just do it right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, and I was thinking, since you guys were now over, and Hannah, she's saved by Emily, like, shouting at Spencer over by the car. She's like, I can open my own damn door. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. It's such a funny little, like, moment to put in, and Hannah looks back at Lucas. She says, Lucas, it's really, really sweet of you to offer, but Emily's kind of, she needs my help right now, and I already told Spencer I'd go with him, so and lucas is like okay
1: he looks confused and upset like like he's pissed off a little bit he walks away and it's like
0: sorry seth cohen it doesn't always work out like it does in the movies well i think he's confused because that wasn't really a rejection like he he hadn't quite got to the the asking out part of it yet he was just offering a ride home he was he was leading into it he was leading into the hey so you, you guys broke up but he didn't he didn't get the opportunity to and then she didn't totally reject him she just basically put it off so now he he's in a weird place right now where he's like well you know now what
1: well he's he's already created the moment of his expectations Mm -hmm. and she's not given him like the it's okay to proceed vibes and so he's frustrated because it doesn't line up with what he but he but she
0: also hasn't totally i mean yes like a few episodes ago she told him you know she gave him the no but like with this right here she's dancing with him all night she just broke up He was about to kind of ask her out, and then it just kind of got interrupted. And so now it's like, what to do?
1: Well, understandably, you know, Hannah doesn't want to have to say those words because she doesn't want to have to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, her mom and the money and blah, blah, blah. So he's gone. She sighs. She reaches into her her pocket for like a scarf or something or whatever it is. It falls out along with a fat wad of cash. And Mm -hmm. she realizes that she just got paid by A.
0: Oh, yeah. Thanks, A. Yeah. So then we're going to cut to, I don't know, it's like the teacher's lot or whatever. Arya's leaning against a car, talking to Ezra by his car. And she's <laughs> like, if you want to go or if you want, you should just leave with Simone. Take her home to New York. And Ezra's like, why would I? Why would you think that I want? And Arya's like, well, why wouldn't you? She's beautiful and she's smart and funny. And Ezra's like, I met her yesterday. Uh, aria's like she's crying and ezra's decided i'm gonna combat this with like casual condescension of my teenage yeah. girlfriend
1: well and Ian Harding he does that great where he just goes slow i met her yesterday <laughs> like all this meaning in between each syllable
0: yeah mm-hmm. and aria says uh she's successful you love her writing she's your <laughs> age i can't i can't compete with that and ezra's like no one's asking you to and Arya says, yeah, but it's true. You two even look like a couple. I mean, he can dance with her and hold her hand in front of other people. and Oh, she's just bitter and crying now. And she says, leave your apartment at the same time without having to count to 50.
1: Well, so this is where he puts her off of, like, Arya, why are we having this conversation? I'm I'm already in love with somebody else. So
0: that, that's what seals the deal, though. Arya needs that, like, weekly affirmation of devotion from him. Uh, yeah. and so that, that definitely... You know makes her feel better hearing the l word there, and he leans in to kiss her, but then he hesitates and looks around because there's like kids nearby smooth so yeah. Ezra way to like sees that moment there, uh, but I think Arya she got what she wanted
1: oh yeah, she smiles she's she's got what she needs um
0: and Ezra's just like, no to self, don't praise another woman's writing around my high school girlfriend
1: yeah, I mean, but I like that Ezra he puts something because he can't he he's not gonna see her as a as a person here who might understand why having to count to fifty. Mm-hmm. might hurt also he's writing a book
0: yeah um so well, he may have given that up by now
1: yeah because his teenage girlfriend mm-hmm. you know he he realized that he actually does love her so he put off the book like every like uh, uh team rom-com she's all that movie yeah. suspension so bedroom emily kind of wobbles into the room followed by hannah emily pulls out her phone uh she kind of scrolls through in this kind of humorously exaggerated manner yeah. And Hannah's like, who are you calling? And Emily's like, Maya. So Hannah grabs the phone from her. And I'm like, give it back. And Hannah's like, friends don't let friends dial drunk. You'll thank me tomorrow. If you can remember my name. Now sit, lie, sleep. If you need anything, we'll be downstairs. Emily kind of climbs into the bed. Hannah's putting away their purses. And Emily's like, Hannah, those things I did in the Um Hannah's like, don't apologize. You were right. The truth is, I was worse than Alice tonight, That's even possible. And I do know how Lucas feels about me. I wasn't messing with him for fun. I had to. And she's really bearing her soul and of course she looks over and sees how Emily's passed out halfway through yeah. all that.
0: Emily fell asleep. Didn't didn't hear Hannah's remorse. So she sighs and she
1: takes off Emily's boots and strains her legs, covers her blanket, but a benzo.
0: It's a nice little moment, you know. I mean you see the liars are the true well, OTP. They they yeah, care about yeah, each other.
1: Exactly. You see where the real relationship that matters is. So down mm-hmm. in the dark kitchen, Spencer goes to the fridge, finds that other half of the sandwich Ian made all wrapped up. She sighs and throws it away.
0: Yeah, it's wrapped up in saran wrap in the fridge. It's such a gesture of contempt for her new brother-in-law. Like, no, I'm not. Like, your sandwich is going in the trash. Well, because you he, don't live here, buddy.
1: It's that, but it's also I feel like the sandwich was also kind of. You can be the other half of something with, mm. you know, it's, it's a, it's almost uh however you like, whatever level you want to see it on. It's almost a seduction thing, mm, okay. you know, like basically you can be a gross Sif Lord with me. Um, Weird, nice shot of just like the teenage girl, like taking her shoes off. I feel like, you know, just, yeah. Relaxing like uh, after a long, hard dance thought,
0: I like Spencer taking her heels off as Hannah comes in and Spencer says, Hey, how is she? And it says passed out. She wanted to call Maya. So I took her phone. Spencer's like, smart. That could cause some serious damage. (laughs) And then Hannah looks down at the coffee table and frowns. She's like, Spence. And she slides away some magazines and there's Spencer's laptop underneath it. Oh, shit. Hannah's like, was this all sitting here? And Spencer says, no. Ian must have put it back for the dance. So She comes over and she opens up the laptop. And Hannah's like, well, then why didn't she notice it? Spencer says, he left after me. She logs in and sighs. She's like, yeah, the video's gone. And the trash has been wiped. Hannah's like, surprise, surprise. Spencer, there's a file on her desktop. She opens it up. She's like, Oh my God, it's Allie. And we see on screen, it's a photo of Allie from that night because she's wearing the yellow top. Mm-hmm. It seems to be taken maybe like from Spencer's room. Like it's, it's taken from the second story looking out at the Hastings barn. Mm-hmm. We see Allie's walking across the frame and then there's like a long shadow behind Allie. Uh, and then a, a caption that says, watch your backs. I didn't. A. It's like somebody's behind Allie there very creepy shot just there's like that a, looming shadow of you know murder
1: right right and the way this scene ends is fantastic with that but so weird cut here as Hannah looks at Spencer like I wonder if something was here and they made a cut and they kind of pushed this forward or whatever but uh you know Spencer says like, oh my god it's Allie and Hannah's like what what is it and then Hannah seemingly reads the caption on the picture which is like watch your backs I didn't and then Hannah says, that was taken your yard the night she disappeared. She's wearing the yellow top. There's a shadow right there. Like, someone's following her. Spencer, you know who that is. We get a nice close-up of the two of them watching. And Spencer so says, I, I have no idea. And the camera kind of shifts away, like, like, moving Hannah out and, like, centering mm-hmm. on the curious, confused face of Spencer Hastings. And it kind of really nicely foreshadows Spencer's own, like, confused memories, her conflicted guilt.
0: Yeah, but I think it's the next episode we find out that the person in this frame, or out of the frame, was Spencer. Right. Uh, out of the
1: past, out of the shadows comes Spencer so himself. Who
0: took this photo? Mona?
1: It had to be Mona, right?
0: Well this this makes me wonder again. We we know it when this scene happened, uh they got in a fight, uh, Spencer and Allie, but then Allie like found out about the pills. Spencer walked away with the shovel. Allie walked back, like I'm still wondering, like, who got bonked on the head first? Was it Allie or Bethany? I'm still puzzled by that.
1: Right. This would be.
0: Because Mona think, is here. It's seemingly like if, well, we if knew, Mona took this photo.
1: We knew Mona was in the neighborhood. She was she was orbiting all this because she eventually, you know, bonked Bethany on the head. But I believe that this moment with Allison is right before Spencer grabs that shovel and tells her to come back. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's they've left Spencer's living room. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And they run outside and have an argument. So I guess for, to make the case that Bethany was the one that got bonked first, Mona's watching this upstairs. She witnesses this fight. She comes downstairs and thinks she's hitting Allie, but it's actually Bethany. Starts to bury Bethany, runs away because Melissa shows up. Melissa buries Bethany. And then at some point, Allie then comes back home and gets bonked and like buried right next to her or something. I don't know. Yeah it doesn't really matter but
1: but the key thing to remember is that at this point mona and cc had had no contact yeah yeah probably don't even know each other exists yeah
0: so anyways that is it stuff for the a tag uh it's back at the school dance ella's kind of like you know helping close up everyone's getting their coats in the coat check and then uh ella you know it's pov from a here as ella looks right at the camera and she's like oh hi number 32 coming right up and she gets a black leather jacket and black glows and she's like here you go Hope you had a good time tonight. And she smiles. <laughs> nice end of the episode. Did.
1: You bet she did.
0: So that was Careful What You Wish For. I love this episode. It's a great one. All the Aria stuff is wonderful. We get the the introduction of Caleb and and all his glory. <laughs> Got a problem? Call customer service. Uh, Spencer and Ian. Ian, I think, I mean, I, I would say he's the best villain on the show, but that can't be true in a show that where Mona exists. But... Best male villain,
1: maybe? Yeah, except for the the fact that, like, the patriarchy never really leaves. You always will have... Well, well whatever, but a, I mean, like, a it, yeah. talking
0: about a, a single actor, I, I feel like he's the best. Yeah,
1: I, I think so. I think so because I think he fits into the normative, you know, world much better than, like, a Ken DeLaurentis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even even Ren is weirder. Not he, Ren, Ren isn't doctor. truly a villain, though. True, true. Like, like, Ren doesn't fit in as well as Ian, only because you know Ren is a mm-hmm. doctor. Sure, but he's he's a British guy. He's an outsider. Yeah. Like Ian is the boy next door, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna drink milk in a
0: villainous fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's coming up a few episodes. So, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We got a few reviews during the uh, the off season hiatus. Wanted to say thank you to. Morgan Albers, uh, CA Bayboy, Vagina Meth, Shh. Evangelia 267, Jerry 3 and Jess underscore CS. That was from the USA. From Canada, we had Chris H T9, SwiftyFan6, from the UK, we had Lisa Page 93, from Ireland, we had 2460100. And from Australia, we had Deck Butler 55 and Alicia Gloriana. So thank you to all of them. If you like the podcast, you can review us on iTunes. You can get in touch with us by going to our website page, which is BrosWatchPLL2.com, or you can talk to us on Twitter at BrosWatchPLL2. We also have another podcast we're doing right now during the hiatus. Do you want to talk about that, Marco?
1: Sure. Uh, it's called Headcanon. We're exploring, I think we put it film franchise, but basically like serialized stories through movies. Um, we're starting, fittingly, I think, with the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done the first two. Um, you will get this. You will hear this probably as we're recording the uh, the the next one with a very special guest. Can um, talk about Prince uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we're doing all eight Harry Potter movies. We'll move on to some other franchise after that. I don't know which one yet. Uh, any suggestions are certainly appreciated, but you can find that on our website page as well. If you go to broswatchpl2.com, you'll see headcannons one of the headers there. Somebody suggested back to the future the other day. That could work. Yeah. Be it, would, interesting. it would work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Thanks for listening to this podcast and for our other podcasts as well. We'll be back for, as far as broswatchpl2 goes. I don't know when, maybe a month, but we're going to do, we're definitely doing 309, mm-hmm. uh, the the con game that is marco's favorite episode Mm -hmm. we may do another one i don't know um
1: yeah so i mean we're definitely interested i think in suggestions for like maybe one other uh older episode presumably i would say from the first i don't know two and a half seasons before we started doing it in this format don't you think
0: before we started getting really detailed i don't know maybe we should just do like 225 i mean that was a pretty epic episode
1: it was um Yeah, so you'll be hearing from us again on on just talking about episodes of ourselves and then quite possibly something a little more special beyond that.
0: Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Until then, thanks for listening. And check out our other podcast if you like Harry Potter. Yeah. All right, bye-bye. Bye.